The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. You join us and open our hearts and minds. We've all been there before. Political and religious. Trying to give a speech at the world stage. The United States. Thank you very much. And those pesky dentures just won't hold up. <laughs> Stick with the plan. With Presidentures, the newest patent-pending adhesive. Presidentures come in three distinct flavors to sweeten your day. Bubblegum, traditional, and secret sauce from McDonald's Big Macs. Don't let falling dentures get you down with Presidentures. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking, critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Everyone and welcome to a Monday edition of the Phillips File. You may be able to tell from the voice that your normal host, the godfather of Orlando Radio, Jim Phillips, is on holiday break. He's actually gotten out before the kids do this year, I think. I am Scott Maxwell, columnist for the Orlando Sentinel. I'm going to be filling in. Normally, you guys uh, tolerate me for about 20 minutes a week. Uh, today, we're going to try to go four hours, and if that's not enough, we're going to put it on steroids. We'll be back tomorrow as well. Fortunately, I have a lot of help with me. Joining me to my right is the lovely, the talented, the woman who, frankly, I'm trying to hope coax her out of her shell, and maybe she'll give us her opinion for a change. That is the right, the one and only Miss Moira. She is here. I can vouch for it. Uh, that's because Pikmin was late today. Come on. Yeah, uh, fulfilling his normal millennial role. I was going to say, he actually does one of the most underappreciated segments on here with Big Daddy. But he didn't get here till about, what, 20 minutes before the show started? Yeah, something you know, like that. we don't need to get And then he walked it. into the studio late. Nothing was set up properly. And I had to go through the same traffic he did, but I was still here a half hour before. Yeah, right. well, you're on older person time. <laughs> oh, that's insulting. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's uh, that's Pinkman, everybody. Yay. Thanks for making it here, Pinky. See, you didn't have Thank time you. to pack your own lunch, though, again. No, I didn't. Tomorrow, though, you'll see. You know, when I first did this, my very first segment, I don't know, like three years ago, whenever you were first here, you told me you were turning over a new leaf. What was that? About his food? It was about his uh, exercise regimen. I think he was going to be ripped. I haven't asked him to lift his shirt. I'm, no, I'm you don't ripped. want to do that. I'm no. very mm. ripped. All right. You don't know. And we have also the guy who really runs the whole show himself. He is Mr. Management, a guy who also sends me dirty texts on the side. Oh, come on. That is Jack well, Bradshaw. I think you send me the dirty texts. Uh, you are the one who tries to convince me that produce... I just explained to you what the eggplant emoji means. You're the one who sends it to me. Oh, my God. Well, I will admit that after you told me what it meant, I could not stop myself from sending it over and over again. Yeah. I think it was because I was okay. looking for the plum. True story. I don't know what it means, they don't, so they I'm don't afraid have a to plum. ask about By that. the way, they have an emoji for everything, but there's no plum. 
ridiculous like, right and so but that is not all we have a big show for you guys today we have onesie and doug coming in for their movie review at five o'clock does anybody know whether they actually saw a movie this weekend no. 50 50 yeah. We never know till they get here. You go either way. On we will make it uh, through one way or the other. Then at six, we have Stephen Kramer, and I am looking forward to talking about this. I actually sent Stephen a couple of cases I was interested in chatting about uh, involving uh, cop cases around here that have been in the news. We have all that, plus Moe's News, Jack's audio file, closest to the pen, and again, Big Daddy's audio clips. Oh, yeah. Are those going to be some top-notch clips today? I don't know. He's a news robot with a mind of his own. I Okay, all right. And of Matter course, of fact, we, he's probably taking your job one day. Oh, yeah. Take that, paper man. Oh, my God. It is so sad sometimes. Do you know right now at the Sentinel, they didn't want to uh, turn on the heat? Stop <laughs> it. You have no idea how much it costs to heat up a large oh, here building. Comes management. So we look like we got we got space heaters right yeah. now. It looks like a public housing you complex. Have those you you have only the have about 12 people there. You should have space heaters instead of heating up that giant building. Well, you know, right now they actually have the Salvation Army toy operation downstairs. I think we're freezing them out too. <laughs> but it's more—it's very—it's—it's uh, it's the it's a, the temperature of the season. It it like makes you feel like it's Christmas time. You are the cheapest bastard I ever. Know. I believe Scrooge is the cheapest bastard. I no, come in right under. I think you're right up there with him. So you defend uh, no heat. You have space eaters. Yeah, we do have space. All right, quit your complaint. Although and were... the big shots, like you aren't even going into the office anymore. I you was there. Well, you I was Bianchi. there. You do you do your your column from your phone now. From my phone. <laughs> right, <laughs> I don't even know what that text. means. Yeah, <laughs> what is you write your whole column on your phone? Do you no, not? I go into office almost every day, Jack. It, wait, the virtual office or the real office? The real office, really. They There's, still have your picture in the window. There is. I, I don't. That was creepy. That was a good time. That was a life size. <laughs> I used to walk by it every weekend. <laughs> now, now you sound Ew. creepy. I was creepy a minute I'm just, ago. I lived over there. Yeah, but you did. There were other ways you could walk. Yeah, uh -uh. but <laughs> Jack, you got to go into the office. If you haven't ever been in a newsroom, it's a great place. I like. Be. Oh, well, I'm waiting for the great... invite. Yeah, so it's a great place <laughs> to be because at any given moment you can hear like one guy interviewing a politician where you're asking them about you know what were you thinking when you started groping them you can oh, hear the, the the cop reporter trying to to find out the latest you know assault involving deadly teeth and things like that it, it's just a great place you pick up all kinds of tidbits so yes i do go thank you jack every day good for you for going to work i guess yeah. Yeah. Well, you want a trophy or something, little baby? Everybody gets a trophy. It sounds like I you're think, a millennial. You want? Yeah, I was about to say. I think we've gotten uh, sidetracked. Where we started <laughs> is that Pinkman was late today, oh, and we came right. from the same direction. That's the yeah. That's point. how it. Yeah. But well. that's the joy of uh, Interstate Four. We are what two years in, and only ninety-five to left to go. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but but the good news is, after it's all over, we're gonna have toll lanes. Nice. Yeah. That I can't afford to drive on. No. And and you know what you know you're going to get me started right here in the beginning. You know that's the that's the thing about the ultimate four. Everybody thinks it's going to be smooth driving. No 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 no. Mm -mm. This whole thing is designed. It does not finance itself. It's a two billion dollar thing unless the toll lane roads down the middle pay off. That's how it pays it off. In other cities where they've tried this, it doesn't work. So, just anyway. saying. I grew up in Miami. They started this thing. It doesn't work. Either A, it's too expensive, or just it doesn't ever now the, pay for itself. Sunrail is having the same problem. It doesn't pay for itself. They thought it was going to, but it didn't. Now, if it's they need the toll lanes to pay for 
the project. Correct. Mm-hmm. And if they're not getting that ridership in the toll lanes, is it reasonable to believe that there might be efforts to make the toll lanes more desirable than the free lanes? Oh, hell no. How, do what you a, think... What a, what a diplomatic do you way of think, asking that question. Yeah, do you think they may purposely do some, <clears throat> quote, construction or other road lane closures to help back up traffic yeah. in the free lanes yeah. to force people into the toll lane. To make you so miserable yeah. in the free lane that you force yourself to pay $7 to go two exits. Yeah, I don't, I'm going to stop just shy of that conspiracy theory. But I do think that the numbers basically show that it's going to be congested. And they know that from the beginning. Because the thing, the bonds don't get paid off unless people are paying those tolls mm-hmm. down the middle. So I guess what I tell people is it's really inconvenient now. But at least when it's done, it's going to be very expensive. So. Well, that's awfully nice. Yeah, you have to do that. And of course, we want to hear from you guys today. You can call to agree with us, to argue with us, play one of my favorite games, Guess Mo's Age. Oh, you can, come on. That's, that'll take up a that's five o'clock fantastic. hour. Matter of fact, Scott, people have already texted Real Mobile, 77031. They can text throughout the show. Oh, I thought that was the guess. The first one was 77031. Wow. <laughs> nice. Uh, It's all presented by David Moss Toyota. And one of the comments we get every time you do join us in studio is, boy, does he sound different. I don't know what that means. Than you do on the phone. Well, I mean, I know I understand the word different. (laughs) To me, you sound the same. Yeah. Today, Jack, you sound really stuffed up. A little congested. A little congested. You sound like you can't breathe out of your dough. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. It sounds like that. It's a little more. I took some uh, allergy medicine just to kind of. When? This morning. It's it's worn off already. No, no, no. It's a 24 hour. (laughs) No, No, it prevents it from being. Okay, so when you take something for a runny nose. What's the idea that <laughs> and people what's by the way, are happen? changing channels by the millions uh, with this runny nose discussion? Hey, well, what, what's it supposed to do to stop it from running? It dries so, up. Yeah. It, it dries down. up. Oh, that's what's happening right now. It's dried up in there. That's what's happening. Ladies, I'm sorry he's not on the market. <laughs> <laughs> he's so appealing with that voice. Listen to me. I swear to God, you sound worse than you've ever sounded. Well, I'm giving you the best voice I, I can give you. If it sounds different, we'll just run with that. <laughs> no, it's a little. It's just different than his normal voice. <laughs> he, you know, if you're sick, you're sick. It's okay. I mean, you can admit that you're sick, or, or is it allergies? Maybe no, it's allergies. Oh, no, definitely. My my wife had a cold. We got back from vacation. Mm, she had a cold. Put her in bed for a complete day. From then, I two days later came down with it. Yeah. But it was one day. It was a different symptom, and I you know worked throughout because now do you take care of her run when you me. say you put her in bed? Do you yeah. take care of her while she's actually no. this time I did. Yeah. You did? This what, time, what'd yeah. you do for her? Uh, I, food, I offered you, you, to make it. And uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I think I did some How'd laundry oh, and I drove the kid to school. The kid? All right. Yeah. You mean your yeah, kid? It sounds kid. like you yeah. play, yeah, played yeah, the yeah. role of parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's good for you. Pretty yeah. impressive, Nerd. right? I think I got her water and medicine. Nice. And yeah, it sounds well, like, with the exception of a little post-nasal drip, everything's better in the bread. Shop. And I rubbed her foot on the outside of the blanket, but I didn't want to get much closer than that. <laughs> you, you, you can't rub, get sick you from that, one you know. foot? That's... He's such a good husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. that's... Uh, yeah, it's Prince it Charming. nice when someone rubs your foot. It is nice. Yeah, yeah your, your foot. All right. Oh, yeah, they, it was on the outside of the blanket. God forbid there's any skin-to-skin contact. I'm not touching that. Well, it sounds like you're a real catch. Uh, and yeah, you're, we are looking for your calls. You can call us locally, 407-916-1041.
And on toll-free 888-978-1041, other than being sick, uh, I have to say I had a pretty good weekend. We went and saw a couple of plays, saw a movie. I don't know if it's uh, the one Wansi and Doug, Three Billboards. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have. Did they see it already? Uh, I think they saw it already. Yeah, they both did, actually. Yeah. How many triangles? I think he gave it like four or something. Wansi loved it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Four triangles. What's it called? (laughs) Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Woody Harrelson, Francis McDormand, Sam Rockwell. Oh, that one. Yeah. I saw the commercial for that, and that looked interesting. That's that's about what it is. You uh, saw it. No, they each gave it four and a half. No. How many are there? Five? Five. Yeah, I'd I'd give it about that. Oh, this must have happened when I was away. It was. I think you were away. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. No, it's pretty good. I think there's going to be maybe some award nominations out of that one. Really? Yeah, I mean it's no mm-hmm. Florida project, but uh, is that still playing anywhere? <laughs> uh, I was at the Enzion last I checked. But I got to tell you, Mo, I don't think anybody had a weekend as exciting as Jack Bradshaw because no. because I was I was perusing my Facebook account and I saw Jack excitedly letting the world know that he was attending the Seminole County Lawn Fertilizer Workshop. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He teased so us about it on Friday. We were shocked to learn that he had planned to attend yeah, did said you, workshop. It's one of these things that they put on by, what, the extension office or the, you know, the county gardener? Yeah. I don't know. They, yeah, the, like, that's they, something. No, it's the county gardener. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. How many people would you think were in the class Ooh. with me? Ooh, this is closest to the pin. Okay. Uh, how many? Pinkman? Three. Fifteen. Eight. 16. I win. But Two Points. people left Low. at one time, and then another person oh. joined. Okay, well, still. So we ended with 15. Now, I want uh-huh, to guess, guess another thing, Jack, and we're going to trust you on this. What would you say the median age <laughs> of the people in the class was? <laughs> oh, boy. 97. I <laughs> was probably the youngest one there. Wow. I was definitely yeah. the youngest looking. Oh, if you do say so yourself. And I am, and I think at 50, I might have been the youngest person there. And what motivated you to go to a fertilizer and lawn workshop on a Saturday morning? A, because I wanted the information because you want to, I want to, I take care of my own lawn, right? So I wanted to know like some tips and tricks for the best way to do that Mm -hmm. because there are, I mean, how much nitrogen, how much phosphorus, and your how much potassium in your fertilizer, when mm-hmm. to fertilize, how much to water. Right. All of these were addressed. And then at the end of the class, they give you a free bag of fertilizer. That's why you did you it? You get a free bag of... That's why you basically, did it. Wait a minute. No, fertilizer. <laughs> you got to hit stop. Oh, boy. There you go. Um, if they gave anything for free, then that was the impetus for that, you to go. That might right? be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I have to tell you. Oh, and then I'll tell you about how our instructor almost passed out. Ooh, oh, my. cool. All right. Well, we will look forward to hearing more <laughs> oh, fertilizer kind of details <laughs> when we get back. Oh, You're listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. All right, with all the headlines you need, and probably a few you don't, 
Mm-hmm. Here's Moira. Oh, thank you, Scott. The news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. Oh, you know what? That is totally Charged. sorry. Thank you. That is my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, celebrity chef Mario Batali, the guy with the clogs and the hair in a ponytail. Crocs. Croc. What I say? Yeah, clogs. Well, well they're clogs. Well, but they're, they're rubber clogs. Cro- yeah, they're Crocs. Clogs yeah. wouldn't want to be called Crocs. I see. Sorry. Person. Right. Fair. Celebrity chef Mario Batali is stepping away as co-host of ABC's The Chew because he now is on the long and ever-growing list of celebrities who are embroiled in some kind of sexual innuendo or misconduct. He is now being accused of uh, harassing some women. Uh, It turns out four women. He's accused of groping and additional inappropriate behavior while working for Mario Batali at his restaurants some stretching back 10, 15, some 20 years ago. And I got to tell you, my sources, and my sources on this are Anthony Bourdain and Tom Colicchio. Yeah. They say this is just the beginning, that uh, Every, chefs are yeah. going to start falling like what falls in a kitchen. Mm-mm. Like, okay. uh, like, oh, like a souffle. Oh. Like a souffle. souffle. Oh, that's good one. That's good. good. Yeah, nice, that is better done. than anything I could have thought. Oh, see? That's why they have me around here. Mario Batali issued a statement, though, apologizing for those he's mistreated. And ABC says it asked Mario to step down on the chew while they investigate the allegations. Now, there is not, it's almost to the point where there's not an industry that's unscathed. It's high tech. It's entertainment. We've had politicians, of course. We've had the ballet. We've had the Philharmonic. We've now had celebrity chefs. I mean, just go. Even on. had political reporters. Me- uh, what's media- his face on uh, uh, Mark Halpern? Yeah, yeah, Halpern. And, yeah, we've had media people. We've had newspaper guys. We've had all manner of people. You name it. There have been TV people, and it's all over the place. Uh, Mario Batali. It makes you sort of. Oh, they're comedians. Well, we've had comedians Louis who've C. been Kessler. right. Uh huh. So and and sort of Al Franken. You know, comedian when he did that. Oh, he's a twofer, you're saying. Correct. He's, he denied it, though. No. I know. Well, yeah. you couldn't Wait. deny the picture where he's, you know, doing the tune in he, Tokyo uh, he, there, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. So anyway, turns out now the celebrity chefs are, are in it as well. Um, and, and Mario, who had a, a job on ABC as well with the Chew program, um, which is like The View, but with men, right? Well, Isn't there's it? women food. on there. Oh, yeah, now it's, it's both? food related. Oh, Dr. It's... Oz's daughter is on there. Oh, that's her claim to fame, Dr. Oz's daughter? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I see. Well, she's also apparently on the Chew. Well, well yeah, she's on the Chew is what I meant. I see. <laughs> Several women who've accused uh, the Trumpster of sexual misconduct are calling today for a congressional investigation into the behavior of the man we elected president. At a press conference today, a couple of them, Rachel Crooks and Jessica Lees, recounted episodes in which they say that the Trumpster forcibly kissed or groped them. Another woman, Samantha Hulvey, described an instance in which Trump entered the changing room for Miss USA contestants. Uh, The women who spoke out before the election about a year ago said their claims fell on deaf ears until the hashtag MeToo movement came and and gained some traction in recent months. There is some truth to that, but let me just tell you, uh, that ship has sailed. I mean, this is a guy who was caught on uh, tape saying you got to grab him by the... Uzi, what's it? And uh, was elected about four weeks later, so... Okay, well, you know, I I guess then it's okay to be elected to a senator in in Alabama or a president of the United States, but if you are a celebrity chef, you know, you're out of work, or you're a politician, you're out of work, or you're a, you know... Political columnist, you're out of work. Wait, so I'm out of work. Not you. What I don't know. You I, don't, I just got here. I don't know what'll happen. Listen, right. it turns out 
Uh, these women are, are, you know, another woman said he put his hand up her skirt on an airplane. Um, oh, Mario. No, no not Mario. This Trump. is the president. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, like reached up her skirt Fake on news. an airline. President Mario Batali. No, no, no. Uh, they say he should be held to the same standards of these other men, powerful men, since Harvey Weinstein broke. You know, the scandals broke. <laughs> so you, you realize we're, uh, we're saying that the president should be held to the same standard as like Louis C.K. <laughs> right. That's what, that's what we're calling for here. <laughs> well, you know. I really think the problem is admitting it. Yeah, I, no, that's, I think you're right, because Franken... doubt, doubt, yeah. doubt, doubt. Everyone who's denied it is, you know, Roy Moore, President Trump, you know, they're unscathed they're by fine. it. They're fine, yeah. Deny, deny, deny. Uh, everyone who has admitted it, boom, kicked to the curb. There's yeah. a nonprofit organization that's putting out a documentary called 16 Women and Donald Trump, featuring those 16 who've accused the uh, president of misconduct. Not a very catchy title. No. It's almost like two men and a baby or something. Yeah. I think they were trying oh, yeah. for that. Two girls, one cup. 16 with What? <laughs> I'm just thinking of different names that have numbers and people. Uh, one two, cup. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza shop. Points. That's oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. one. Two broke gals. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good one. No, that's a good chickens. one. Yeah, there you go. Two broke chickens. What is that? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. What were you l- uh, trying for there, <laughs> Mr. Chicken? I don't know. Oh, there dang. you go. Oh, he wanted a bell. <laughs> Better give him bell. bell. chicken her right next <laughs> If you points. can't find it, just yell points if you just can't find the points. bell. Oh, points. my God. That's what I do. I don't have any sound effects. All of us started complaining <laughs> when we got to the office today. Every single one of us, well. About the weather? No, about the traffic. Oh, yeah. And bad. downtown Orlando motorists. Well, one of us was texting because they weren't even here. Oh, well, that's true. They will. There's yet another change on this I4 Ultimate beginning tomorrow morning as part of this project. Every couple of days, they take away an on-ramp. They change an off-ramp. They take away the overpass or something. They're tearing something. So everything's going to start flowing perfectly no, tomorrow? No, tomorrow. No, it's worse. Uh, actually, uh, tomorrow morning as part of the project. The westbound I-4 westbound, okay, so toward Tampa, the Michigan exit ramp will start one mile before where it starts now. So if you don't are not over far enough, soon enough, you're going to miss the Michigan exit. So if you're getting off at Michigan, uh, pull over. right into Barry. Get yeah, right <laughs> over, push over. Now the ramp is connected to what is now the Gore exit, maybe or the 408 exit or something. It's way before you're used to. So tomorrow we're going to have a lot of accidents. Well, I don't know if we're going to have a lot of accidents, but people are going to be most confused. But don't say I didn't tell you because it's right here. Well, this is now, Pinkman. You have a reason to be late tomorrow now. Yay! He's not going westbound, and he's nowhere near Michigan. Well, I'll show you. I'll get a hotel into Barry now. Oh boy. Uh, divers are returning to a murky central Florida lake this afternoon, trying to remove the wreckage of a plane over the weekend. Uh, actually, it might have been Friday night. Friday. Uh, that At that or- Sanford Airport, a plane was approaching the Orlando Sanford International Airport uh, when it crashed into Lake Harney in Seminole County. Three people on board. The bodies were pulled from the water Saturday night. They have not yet... There were some... Um, I think there was a pilot and two trainees uh, on board. Um, the, the people, uh, the, the bodies were all pulled out of the water on Saturday, but the cause of the crash remains unknown, and they're still trying to pull parts of the wreckage from Lake Harney near the Sanford Airport. And tomorrow is also an exciting day in transportation. Another launch scheduled from the Space Coast before the end of the year. Tomorrow, the launch window for the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket opens at 1146 a.m. Eastern Time. They are carrying a Dragon capsule, 
Ooh, that sounds cool. Loaded with nearly 5,000 pounds of supplies and science stuff for the International Space Station. Like with fangs and wings? It's, no, it doesn't look like a dragon. Oh. They just call it the dragon program, Lame. right? So now this thing blasts off, Scott. I'm not sure if you're aware. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, they jettison the, the, the actual supplies. The tail and, and, the, and the scales. No, and the <laughs> first stage of the rocket comes back down through the atmosphere and boom, it lands on its feet. On a circle with an X. It is the coolest thing ever. I think you got a little thing for Elon this Musk. This is Elon Musk. Oh, Smart. she's got a big thing oh, for Oh, my hey, God. Big, big, big thing. And it's she true. also describes it like none of us are aware of this, this news. <laughs> Have you ever like, seen this? Yeah. It's jettisoned off, and then boom, it yeah. lands straight up and down. It's also somehow got a little bit of a sensual tone, the way you tell that it. That Elon Musk. Smart people. It oh, my God. It gets me all sturdy weak. and stiff straight Ooh. up there. No, no. Smart I'm not talking people. about that part of it. What I am talking about is smart people. All right. Make oh, me all. Hey yeah. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Smart people make me a little woozy. This is the first liftoff from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station's Launch Complex 40. Since it was damaged, there was a, an explosion, God forbid, last year. So they're going to try it from the same launch pad. They're launching this thing tomorrow at a quarter to 12. You know, you never know what they're launching out there anymore. They yeah. got a Mm-mm. big, like, a missile defense network yeah, going up right now. Yeah, secret things, and yeah, there's yeah. lots of and things. And by the way, and you don't even hear about this stuff. I was looking up one. It's called the Geo 4. It's a satellite system that's part of the missile defense shield. Yes. I hadn't even heard of it, and then I went Ooh. to look it up. Like each one of these things is one point five billion dollars. Wow, it's uh-huh. a lot of money, Jack. That's cheap. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. Is a fertilizer it, like, compared to what? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, compared to anything. That's uh, well, right. Billion. All right, go ahead. Florida motorists are enjoying holiday season savings at the gas pump. AAA is reporting this is good news. As we approach this expensive holiday season, are you are you all done? We holiday shopping just season. about done. Actually, done. Everything's done. My wife boxed off and sent some stuff where we're going two weeks ahead of us today. What? Yep. Oh, look at you, two weeks out. Yeah. You already got the list. We got the list of what's going to be secret and what's going to be open here. What's going to be open out of town? Yeah, we're in good shape. So you're home. good. Yeah. But it is an expensive Wait, you know time what, of year. You know what else we got? A tree. No, we got the Bradshaw family Christmas card. Oh, oh yeah. lucky. Uh, yes, we did. I, I got one. I haven't gotten one yet. Oh. I don't have his address. You do have my address. I don't You've have come your address. Oh, that is so <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't Jack, know where that is. Jack, really? I got to tell you, Pigman, you are missing out. It's a great Christmas It's a card. keeper, yeah. yeah. I got, I've gotten good feedback on that from it's one good. other person and you, Scott. And yeah. this is Jeter and Bowie on there. Yep. And oh. Grandma's on there. Oh, and wow. I love Grandma. Yep. That's actually a Spoiler big... alert. Yeah. <laughs> and all the girls are on there. Yep. And yep. then, you know, Naomi is on there. And then we have a picture of Jack somewhere. Thank you. You're Squeezed welcome. in there. And you are welcome. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it it I'm brightened welcome. our holiday. It was lovely. I put it Spirit. up already. I put up all the cards. You know, put them up. I was quite pleased with this year's effort. It's a very good try. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, if you're driving anywhere for the holidays. Mm. What? Uh, you got should... something in your throat, it sounds like. <clears throat> yeah. AAA is reporting the average for a gallon of gasoline is $2.41. That's down $0.03 from a week ago and $0.12 less than a month ago. Uh, AAA is reporting that um, there was a a reduced gasoline demand for the first half of December and the fuel supplies are up and all this. So it's good news if you're driving anywhere for the holidays. The most expensive gas is still, as always, in West Palm Beach. Uh, The cheapest gas is in Jacksonville, Orlando, and Tampa, all tied. People get so worked up about these gas prices. I do. It goes down three cents. You fill up your whole so tank, happy. you can get an extra bow pop. I mean, what's <laughs> yeah, not even? I don't even know what a bow pop yeah. is. 15 gallon tank, if that. 45, 45 cents? cents? I don't know. Maybe you're getting a Laffy Taffy. I don't know. No. Laffy. 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 Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Well, I was happy, and I paid mm, 234 
232 or something. You know what? You just get it. When you need gas, you get it. Well, I'm glad that it is not an issue for you, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Moneybags. But for many people, they have to figure out. I get paid on Friday. Now it's Monday morning. I need gas in my car. You yeah. Know, you when know. they need it, they got to get it. You got to get it. That's true. And the New York Yankees are expected to formally introduce their newest member at Walt Disney World this afternoon. Maybe they've done it already at the Dolphin and Is Swan. Is that team still playing? Stop it. Major League Baseball's winter meetings <laughs> are taking place out there. The star of the show is slugger Giancarlo Stanton. Acquired over the weekend from the Miami team, the Yanks gave up a second baseman and some minor league guys. All right, Jack, what do you think? Look at the smile. Look at I, the smile. Uh, I was watching television and that news came across. My mouth was agape. Oh. I was like, what? That's good news, though, right? I, yeah, good news. It's fantastic news. It doesn't get better news than that for a Yankee fan. Listen to this, though. They are paying this joker $265 million Deal. on yeah. what's left of his contract. Let me Deal. tell you, that's a guy who's not worried about the gas prices. No, he's not. Yeah. So Excited. Where are they going to finish next year, Jack? Uh, World Series champions. Oh, boy. Uh, Always right. says the All same. right. A dollar? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Deal. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait. I got to write that down. Book it. Yankees. Book it. Book it. I won't even know Maxwell a year from now. No, one dollar. Where, where are you going? Where am I going? <laughs> okay. All right, there we Fine. go. Stuck on I-4 somewhere. And the Jaguars are alone on top of the AFC South after holding on for a victory over Seattle over the weekend. Go Jacksonville oh, yeah. is 9-4 and four for the season, up by a game over the Tennessee Titans, I think, which lost uh, over the weekend. Oh, my. Was that the Sad. crap game? Were they the ones paying the uh, Cardinals? Uh, Arizona is that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, that was what, four uh, field goals. Oh. The cards got. I think there was exciting. some game. Uh, the Bucks, by the way, lost again. So I always try to do the Florida teams. Yeah. You know, the oh, Florida teams. You can, yeah, that you can just put that. They on were auto. a stink bomb. But uh, there was supposedly some football game where it was so snowy. Buffalo. Yes. Buffalo. Yes. It, it looked, was. It was crazy. funny. It was a funny game to watch. You could hardly see yep. anybody. The you know the field for the snow for the flurries for the just whatever. But that was you know. And it was like a, seven to six in the fourth quarter. Seven seven. It was. You couldn't see. Nah. It was a sloppy, ugly mess. Yeah. It's fun and to play in that stuff. No, it must not be very fun at all. We have national news. We have space heater safety tips. All right. Well, and lots of other things, including birthdays. All right. We'll be right back with that. You're listening to the Phillips File on 104.1. Jumping right back into headlines, Miss Moira. Oh, today, Scott, is December 11th, 2017, and today is a very obscure food day. Go on. The felt fish No, it's birthday do, cake do, day. Do, 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 no, it's not that. Pizza. No, it's not. That's not obscure. Oh, that's oh, yogurt. Oh, sorry. I meant obtuse. No, it's noodle ring day. What? Is that something they sell at Fairvella? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> bought me a new noodle no, ring. Oh, a new noodle ring. Go around your noodle. No, listen. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I had to look it up. It was so like bizarre to me. All right. It's you make it in a bunt pan. Oh yeah, yeah like that's a mold. Weird. Sure. Like a mold. Bunt. A bunt. A bunt. But when you say bunt, it still sounds like it could be Fairvilla, by the a way. A bunt. Yeah. Yes, you make it in a bunt pan, and and um, you it's it's a noodle and eggy kind of mixture, and it sets up in the oven, I guess. And this thing gets its own day. It gets its own day. Today is noodle mm. ring day. You talk to the food people. I thought it was nasty, and I apologize for that. But I, you know, don't kill the messenger. Yeah, it I doesn't don't know what to look t- good. It doesn't, does it? I was like, I had to look it up, and even then, I, I don't even know what it is. Uh, Scott, with a few places in Northeast Florida getting some snow flurries this weekend, right. and of course, we were chilly, you know, here in Central Florida as well. Absolutely. You mentioned this is what they do for heat at the Sentinel, and that is space heaters. Well, Florida fire safety experts are reminding us how to be safe 
because we're not familiar with the idea of space heaters typically. I bet some of their advice would be to use the central heating. <laughs> no. If you have it. No, no, no. Okay. There were some house fires because of the stupid space heater thing. So listen up because right. fire officials say, first of all, plug them directly into the outlet. Never use them with an extension cord. All right. Now, at the Sentinel, your desk may be in the middle of the newsroom and you want to drag that space heater near your feet. Don't do it. Because I'm warm-blooded. I don't need it. But yeah, there's extension cords all over the place. No, you can't do that. That's where the danger comes in. Do not put a space heater up on a raised surface like a table. Yeah, they were all up on top of the cabinets. Stuff. No, I'm not. Everything I'm saying is true. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I've seen the space heaters that are shaped like a box you know, thing. And then yep. I've seen them that are like a dish. Like a satellite dish style. Um, <laughs> they say putting them up on a raised surface, you know, up on a chair. From the 50s? <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that was. Lost in space. I, yeah. I told you. Oh, I lost do. in space heater. Oh, I do. <laughs> That's funny. I do it's, my own sound effects. It says here that don't put them on a raised surface because they are easier to knock them over when they're off the ground. Also, keep them at least three feet away from draperies or furniture. Okay. But if you're sitting at your desk, you do, if it's three feet away, you're not going to get any warmth. That's true. That. So anyway, they are very worried. Floridians are spastic when it comes to space heaters. All so. right, file listeners, consider yourselves warned. We don't want any space heater fires. No, thank year. you. Yeah. I hope not. A lot of people from Tampa Bay to the western part of central Florida are trying to figure out what kind of loud boom there was yesterday. 911 operators got hundreds of phone calls. And even some home surveillance cameras picked up the noise. So you look back at you, the bang, and you could hear it on the on the video. Was it the Ruskies? No. Some people say whatever. <laughs> and Don. Some people say. Oh, that'd be so scary. Some people say whatever the noise was actually shook their homes and rattled the windows. Uh, they are now suspecting the investigation has progressed to the point where uh -huh. they think military jets might be the cause. Hmm. They went so fast, maybe they broke the That's sound. What they want you to think, man. Yeah. Well, I'm just. That sounds like the cover story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been woken up by one of those sonic booms? Yes. Well, not yeah, my, my first instinct's always to be, excuse me. Yeah, my <laughs> wife's always. Uh, yeah, what is that? I did when the shuttle landed once, yes, I remember. Yes. Boom, boom, and yeah. it's, you know, a double boom. Uh, when the, Scott, I don't know if you know this, but tomorrow when they launch the... Um, oh, here she's getting hot and Elon, bothered again. The Elon Musk thing, and it comes <laughs> back in. It tends to, because it's not a long time between the entry and the end of the, the rocket stage... The sonic booms are very close together. So it's a boom, boom. So if you hear it tomorrow, you'll know that's what that is for sure. Okay. Do you know what I mean? If it's a long time between, that's something uh, else. I think the cologne your husband should wear is musk. Elon <laughs> musk. I get it. Uh, yeah, she's, uh, uh, hey. I mean, you've seen her get a little worked up every she time. Does, she yeah, she's fanning herself. Fan herself. It's like a hot flash. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New York City leaders are denouncing the attempted terrorist attack that took place this morning at the bus terminal, the Port Authority, right near Times Square uh, this morning. The only person hurt was the bomber. Uh, <clears throat> they found a pipe bomb strapped to his body. Four other people were injured, but almost because of ring, you know, they say injured, ringing in the ears. Oh, they're going to say ringworm. No, no. <laughs> they had ringing in the ears. Well, that's like that crazy Cuba story. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah, weird. Taking a ringing in the ears. Yeah. Well, anyway, we don't want pipe bombers. I think we can all agree that. Mm. But if we are going to have a pipe bomber, I think we want him like this guy. Yeah, he screwed it up. Yeah, oh my god, and the only like person the worst he, pipe bomber. And the only person he hurt was himself. He is a guy, twenty-seven years old, living in the U.S. for seven years. He is um, from Bangladesh. 
And uh, they say that it was indeed uh, terrorist-related or there was some kind of credible connection. Yeah, but whatever God to... you think you're trying to please, when you do a half-assed one like this, right? I don't think he's... Oh, disappointment. Yeah. Go to your room. Yeah. You're losing on all counts. Yeah. Tomorrow is another big day uh, in Alabama, and robocalls are all over the place. Over the weekend, the Trumpster made robocalls for Roy Moore, but also President residents Trump, in yeah. Alabama are getting robocalls from Democrats like former President Obama, Joe Biden, different uh, for for Doug Jones, uh, who is, of course, running against Roy Moore in Alabama. Uh, and they are urging Alabama voters not to sit this one out. Uh, that was the, the gist of the Obama slash Biden robocalls. But the president did a robocall um, and and urged people to, to get out there. Um, it is it is Roy Moore who has, of course, rejected all the claims of sexual misconduct. That guy is hidden like a dog's bone. I mean, they, they weekend, are, they're not showing him anywhere. No, this weekend, just Smart. The, the final days before the election, this is his last chance to speak to his constituents and to get the people out to vote. He did no, zero campaign so, events. So... And that's not stupid at all. I got to tell you, that's that's probably smart because right now what you got is what you just mentioned. You got names like uh, uh, Obama, Biden, I think Gloria Allred. Those are names that are playing well in uh, Alabama in general. And Roy Moore's just Mm -hmm. hidden. I'll say now I'll go out on the record. I think Roy Moore's going to win this one Tuesday. Darn you. Oh, they have money on it. Um, Pinkman and Jim, right? I think he's going to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd put him up by four, four or five. Oh. Yeah, it's hard to believe. You want to double, you want to double Pinky? Uh-oh. Uh oh. No, no, thank you. <laughs> chicken. Uh, oh, wait, you're, oh you're, you know what? Oh, there chicken. you go. Good boy. <laughs> Good job, you. Scott. Thank you. If you are traveling over the holidays, uh, U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer wants to make sure the airline carriers are perfectly upfront about these baggage fees. He said the DOT announced a couple of days back that it was doing away with a proposal that would have airlines disclose the cost of an added check bag fee when you buy your airline ticket. And the baggage fees vary widely among airlines. It could be $25 a bag. It could be $60 for a check bag. And, and they, had a, they had a rule in place that would require that the airlines tell you when you buy your ticket how much your baggage fee is. Seems but, fair. Uh, the Trumpster rolled it back and said, no, you don't have to tell. Yeah, those pesky regulations. Let's get rid of them. Job killers. Uh, <laughs> I, was sh- I was shocked to learn that in 2016, airlines made over seven billion dollars in check bag fees yep a number which is expected to increase uh this year this is why i fly southwest yeah your bags fly free i don't even care if they go i matter of fact <laughs> i don't care where i'm going i go where southwest goes. that's right big fan yeah. uh-huh me too my husband doesn't oh, like southwest. me too oh no no uh uh-uh. um, my husband doesn't like southwest because he doesn't like the idea of having to get online 24 hours ahead of time yeah. and getting your lineup number all right listen don't be cheap george for 15 extra bucks you can get the uh, priority thing on Southwest. Yeah. But the whole point of flying Southwest is because you can find a cheap flight to Atlanta for $59. Yeah, well, 15 if, bucks. If now yeah. you're paying, 70, you're paying 60 80. bucks for the luggage on Delta. You and he should like it since you're competing for seats. It's a better yes. chance he might get in a fight with somebody. Oh, stop. Oh, he does like to get <laughs> in no, fights. No, he doesn't. All the time. No, no, no. Do no, you no. all ever, when you get on, do you ever take the two seats separate and, and leave the one in the middle? The middle and hope? Yes. You do? No. I do. I think that's bad etiquette. That is. Big time. But we've gotten very lucky coming back from. It's not lucky. You're you look like you're staring down people for grim death. They're not going to sit between you. That's correct. Good. That's I'm not lucky. Guy for me, it is. I have elbow room. Why Perfectly. should you get two chairs for the price of one? 
Not getting two Actually, cheers. I think they get three for the price of two in that okay. scenario. Okay. That is right. Yeah. yeah. All right. The nominations are in for this year's Golden Globe Awards, and Ooh. your movie, Three Billboards, is up, uh, has uh, six nominations. There you go. The Shape of Water and The Post led for movies each have six nominations. Every movie celebrating newspapers is destined to be a hit. Yeah. I encourage you. Three, Citizen okay, Kane here are best, to the Sentinel. best motion picture drama. Three billboards, The Shape of Water, Dunkirk, The Post, and Call Me By Your Name. Uh, best Actor, Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread, uh, Timothy, is it Chalamet? Chalamet? Oh. I don't know. Call Me By Your Name. Tom Hanks for The Post and Denzel uh, for Roman J. Israel Esquire. Uh, and I've got all the others. The best motion picture for musical or comedy is Lady Bird, Get Out, The Disaster, The Greatest Showman. Get Out? Uh-huh. Get Out. Get Out. Got a nomination for uh-huh. I've never seen a horror movie? No. I've never seen a no. horror movie best, get a nomination. It's not. Best it motion picture, commentary. musical, or comedy. That's the Happy Happy Birthday! Oh! Yeah. Okay. Happy, happy birthday. We, I, li- we I have, like to get out. We have way. plenty more uh, of <laughs> the Golden Globes I'll read for you in a minute. All right, birthday. Oh, we want to wish happy, happy birthday today. To the bass player for Motley Crue, Nikki Stick, Nikki Six, Nikki Six, Nikki Sticks, him too, Nikki Sticks, Nikki yeah. Sticks, Sticky Nicks, no, 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 Stevie not Stevie, Nicks. no, sixty-four, <laughs> Nikki Six, a lot of X's and K's in this, sixty-two, I don't know, sixty-three, Pinkman, fifty-nine, uh, I knew it, Happy Happy Birthday, no, then why don't you say fifty-nine? Let's see, if I don't want to embarrass Scott. I see, that's sweet. How about Haley Steinfeld, who was in True Grit, oh. Pitch Perfect? Yep. You Seinfeld. Know. I've got yeah. Steinfeld. No, St- uh, Hello, Newman. No, not that Seinfeld. Yeah. Hello, Stein- Steinfeld. Yeah. Haley hey, Steinfeld. Hey, what's up with that? Uh, 32. What's up with oh. that? Oh, no, no. Way that's younger. Way younger. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you way go. too high you on go. that. Whatever, I'm gonna bro. Say, are you going to one-up me, Jack? Oh, I may two-up you. All right. But, I'm going to say she is 25. 27. Scott, 21. Oh, oh well, that's right. She was a teen back then. She was 14 when she was in. Right, that's no. too old for Roy Moore. Yeah. Oh. No, oh. <laughs> no holiday magic for Scott. Uh-uh, or yet. Roy Moore. And finally, John Kerry. Ooh. Oh, that Horse guy. walks into a bar, wanted a long face. Oh, <laughs> bada boom, bada I get it. Jack, you're up for No, no oh, you, you got it. Oh, you I got it. Yeah, yeah. John Kerry is probably 76. Ooh, maybe Ooh. thirty. Come on, I'm waiting for Pinkman to go. Oh, uh, probably seventy-eight. I'd say. Damn it, <laughs> I, I think that's too old. Fine, well, go then lower. say a younger number. Seventy-four on the dot. Oh, oh! ladies and gentlemen, uh, enjoy it. Listen, holiday magic. And oh. That's the Lottie Duh. Just call me Moira. And I think that was one, one, and one. All right, we will be right back. You want to join us for closest to the pin, 407 916 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. The world's leading specialist at something that's probably amazing. You just say words to somebody, and you hope at the end of the sentence they make sense. Real Radio 104.1. From the. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! 
playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's Scott Maxwell. And welcome back, everybody. I am Scott Maxwell, filling in for Jim Phillips, who has already begun to get his holiday cheer on. I am imagining that involves lots of eggnog and perhaps welding. In oh, Jim's case. Oh, very yeah, good eggnog combo, yeah. and welding, yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you'll tie questions. Festive. All right, right now we are going to do closest to the pen, courtesy of Brad, who has questions that are, I don't know, they're kind of related at one point in time, but... There's all sorts of tangents, and by the time you get to the end, you don't you really know where you started. Yeah, I don't know yeah, where yeah, we yeah. were. Thanks, Brad. All right, but this time, we have closest to the Pinkman round, isn't it? Yeah. Correct. Mr. Pinkman gets to play. All right, so Pinkman is going to be playing Jay. Pinkman, I'm going to pull up Jay, but could you uh, get the hell out of here? Yeah, yes. I'll, yeah, I'll leave. I'll leave, Scott. All right, thank you. Yeah. All right, while you are going out, let me welcome Jay. Jay, are you there? I'm here. Welcome to the show, Jay. Are you feeling confident? I am. I'm going against Pinkman, so that should be oh, no come problem. on. You got that I am right. rooting for you, Jay. And you know, <laughs> if you win, not only do you get the You Matter business card, which is really about as coveted as most anything in Central Florida. Autograph, by the way. Autograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that. You also get good luck for how long, Jack? Your lifetime. A lifetime. For good as long Lord. as you have that card. All for uh, off- answering a few silly trivia questions. Correct. However, Great. if yeah. he fails and Pinkman wins... That's no card, 24 hours of bad luck. Let me ask you this, Jay. Do you have any surgery scheduled tomorrow? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Not <laughs> yet. Well, all right. If, if you do and you lose, don't yeah. do it. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get going? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. We are going to start in three, two, one. Al Franken is stepping down from the Senate. He played Stuart Smalley character on Saturday Night Live. And what year did SNL debut? 1970. Nine. SNL was created by Lorne Michaels. How old is Lorne? 78. Lorne was born in Toronto, Canada. What is the population of Toronto? 4.5 million. The Toronto Maple Leafs were founded in 1917. How many NHL Stanley Cups have they won? Six. Oh, yeah. Canada produces a lot of maple syrup. What percentage of the world's pure maple syrup is produced up there, don't you know? 24. IHOP uses its fair share of maple syrup. Currently, how many gallons per year? Two million. Each year, IHOP serves 100 million cups of coffee and 14 million gallons of OJ. Speaking of OJ, how old is the juice? 66. What year was the slow-rolling white Bronco chase that mesmerized the nation? 19... 97. Speaking of Chase, Chevy Chase, like Al Franken, was an original SNL contributor. He gave a shocking performance in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, released in what year? Uh, 1992. And let's cut to the chase. If Al Franken was a crow, how many miles would he have to fly from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., to St. Paul, the capital of Minnesota? Get it within 50 miles for an automatic win. 737. And time. Wow. Yay. I got to tell you, Jay, that's that was not bad. Yeah, you were quick. <laughs> I, th- I feel good about your chances. Let's see how I Pinky like does. It. Stacked it up. All right, I got him on hold. He's uh, on hold. Pinkman's back. Now, 
Mr. Maxwell, what Yellow. Pinkman does, we have a paradise here. Oh, yeah. It's always paradise here. Yeah. Pinkman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a quick one. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, that's why he writes. He has a 15-second handicap. Right. However, he gets a roll of paradise, and whenever he rolls, we subtract from 15 seconds, and that is his time handicap against the caller. Para, para, so he's warming the paradise. Paradise. Oh, and he rolls a seven, uh, which means craps. it's eight seconds of an out. Yeah, Points. seven the hard way. Uh, there's, wait, there's that's no, only the there's hard no way. There's no the hard way. Oh, my. That's an eight-second handicap. I'm not taking you to a casino, Jack. <laughs> All right, Pinkman, are you ready? Doughboy with you. <laughs> yeah. Our category today is stuff. All right, and this funny. is this is from Brad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mo, Mo made it funny. Never everybody. mind. Yeah, we usually kind of have to stop the world when that happens. Thank you. I got a bell too. <laughs> Point. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All right. Now, now you're coughing too. What? <laughs> this is from Brad, co-producer of All Gaming, isn't it? Yeah, you yes. are correct. All right. Thanks, Brad. Pinkman, are you ready? I think so. We're going to start in three, two. One, Al Franken is stepping down from the Senate. He played Stuart Smalley character on Saturday Night Live. In what year did SNL debut? Mm, oh, 1973. SNL was created by Lorne Michaels. How old is Lorne? Uh, 72. Lorne was born in Toronto, Canada. What is the population of Toronto? Two million. The Toronto Maple Leafs were founded in 1917. How many NHL Stanley Cups have they won? Five. Oh, ja, Canada produces a lot of maple syrup. What percentage of the world's pure maple syrup is produced up there, don't you know? 80. IHOP uses its fair share of maple syrup. Currently, how many gallons per year? Uh, 300,000. Each year, IHOP serves 100 million cups of coffee and 14 millions of OJ. Speaking of OJ, how old is the juice? Uh, 68. What year was the slow-rolling white Bronco chase that mesmerized the nation? 95. Speaking of chase, Chevy Chase, like Al Franken, was an original SNL contributor. He gave a shocking performance in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, released what year? 87. And let's cut to the chase. If Al Franken was a crow, how many miles would he have to fly from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., to St. Paul, the capital of Minnesota, get it within 50 miles for an automatic win? 347. And time. I don't know. 300 miles. Really? Don't worry from about me. From D.C. to Minnesota. You know what? I don't tell you how to fly your crows. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations, Pinky. We'll see yeah, what comes out here. Yeah, we'll All right, see. we're going to grade it. How now? was the time? Was the time close, Jack? Well, that's, 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 somewhat yeah, close, yeah. but we add eight seconds to Pinkman's time, and it brings it a lot closer. Oh, my gosh. This is all very exciting. Yeah. All right. Are we bringing Jay back up? We don't have to. All right. Sorry, Jay. All right. <laughs> we're going to go see who won. Al Franken is stepping down from the Senate. He played Stuart Smalley. What year did SNL debut? Jay said 79. Pinky said 73. The answer 75. Oh, there it is. Point on the board. Uh-huh. SNL was created by Lorne Michaels. How old is Lorne? Jay said 78. Pinky said 72. Answer 73 within oh, one. Pinkman, but... Oh, my. Wow, that's going pretty good for Pinkman. Lorne was born in Toronto, Toronto, Canada. Toronto. Don't do that. Don't you ever do that again. What oh, is yes. the population of Toronto? Jay said 4.5 million. And, and Pinkman said 2 million. Answer. Two point eight million. Wow, Pinky, oh, wow. Yeah. that's a three zero. I know my Toronto, but I think Jay's oh. about to come on strong. Let's Jay, I, want, I don't want you to have bad luck. The Maple Leaves were founded in nineteen seventeen. How many Stanley Cups have they won? 
Oh, Jay said six. Pinky said five. It was 13. Jay is oh, on there the it board. Is. All right. Canada produces a lot of maple syrup. I'm not doing that accent again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what percentage of the world's pure maple syrup was produced up there? Uh, Jay said 24%. Pinky That's... said 80. Pinky's close at 71. Oh, there you go. Points. Four and one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Correct. IHOP uses its fair share of maple syrup. Currently, how many gallons per year? I think they were all over the place. Here. They were. Uh, Jay said 2 million gallons of syrup. And Pinkman said 300,000 gallons. Well, it sounds like Jay goes to IHOP a little more often. It is 1.5 million. That's good. Okay. That's, Lucky. Uh, now it's four to two. Each year, IHOP 100, serves 100 million cups of coffee. Speaking of, and 14 million gallons of OJ. Speaking of OJ, how old is the juice? They were close on this one, too. Uh, Jay said 66. Pinky said 68. The answer, 70. Oh, Ooh, Pinkman. Is, I think unless, <laughs> yeah. uh, unless Jay does something big here, it's going to be tough. He could just take the last one and be done with it. That is absolutely true. And someone was closer than the other person. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> closer. To the what pen. year was the slow-rolling white Bronco that mesmerized the nation? Uh, Jay said 97. Pinky said 95. Yeah, 94. Oh, uh, like yeah. out here. That was it, All 94? Right. Yeah, yeah, 94. Okay. Six to two points. Ugh. Chevy Chase and National Lampoon's Vacation, what year? Jay said 92. Pinky said 87. Mm, 89. That's Pinky. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. One. Yep. Wow. And finally, the distance. Now, it doesn't matter that it's lopsided until we come to this. Right. If they get it within 50 miles, it's an automatic win, even though Jay is down by, you know, a bunch. And I've decided if you're off by more than 500 miles, it's an automatic loss. Automatic. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. no, 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 no. What? All right. I don't like this. The distance between Washington, D.C. and St. Paul, the capital of Minnesota. What did they say? Jay said 737 <laughs> miles. Ooh. Pinky said 347. Wow. Yep, sure the did. The answer is 924 miles. Well, Jay gets it, but not enough. Then Pinkman exactly. wins the game. Oh, boo. Woo. I am sorry, Jay. Do not, if you had sick surgery, just... Cancel it. Postpone it one day. You can cancel your sick surgery. All right. You are listening to 104.1, The Phillips File on Real Radio. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Ladies and gentlemen, if it has sound, he has heard it, and now he's going to let you hear it to Jack Bradshaw. We start in the world of politics, Mr. Maxwell, where often you write about uh, for your main job. What is that? The uh, newspaper. I was explaining to someone earlier today um, about the Orlando Sentinel. I said it's a newspaper, and then I had to explain that's when they put the news in paper form. Right. Um, True story. The person I was explaining what a newspaper to was Mike Bianchi. 
That is this thing I do. That conversation happened a little earlier today. Now, he, of course, knew what a newspaper was since he is the uh, sports writer for the uh, Orlando Sentinel. And I think he wrote a column that was right up your alley uh, explaining why he gave his Heisman vote to the UCF Knights quarterback. Yes. Outstanding. I'm on board. These are some of the, just a sampling of the myriad of things you too can learn about and read in your Orlando Sentinel. He was referred to during the broadcast for uh, on ESPN when UCF was playing Memphis in the championship game uh, when uh, Levy, uh, Levy with uh, Steve Levy with ESPN. I went back and listened to the broadcast. He's like, yes, and one Orlando columnist uh, suggests that, uh, you know, Milton should be considered for the, uh, the for the Heisman. And I'm did, like, ah, that's, that's, he's talking about Beyonce. Yeah, I was going to say, and that had a great sway, as I saw. I think he got four votes. Outstanding. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we know where one of them came from. Maybe maybe all four. We got a few columnists, oh, actually. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, no, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, newspaper does a great job. It comes Thank to you, my man. home every single don't Sunday and Thursday. You know what? Oh. That's good. That's two of the three days my column appears. So thank you, Jack. And this Sunday came with a new card with a new delivery person's address on it. Wait, you mean they want a gift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're Mo. Yeah, 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 yeah. All they're doing is introducing themselves to you and That's saying, the same Hi, guy I'm, your, I'm your delivery person, and here is my address. Let me tell you something. Let and me tell you something. It's happy holidays. They don't tell you that in August or in April. I've had <laughs> no. They don't. There's no. not a Fourth of July. Uh, welcome card. Gift. No. I've had some delivery people, but the ones I got now, Mo, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nutty early riser. That paper's there by four. No, it is it's not. It's there by four o'clock every day. I'm out there in my skivvies, and the paper is right there. Paper. You should really put shorts on before you go outside. Don't tell me what to do. I really <laughs> wish my newspaper delivery person would hit the gravel part of my driveway except the other part because I have a lot of sprinkler runoff, yeah. and so it gets Actually, wet. Actually, mm-hmm. if you subscribe seven days a week, they'll throw it where they uh, the should. Otherwise, two days a week, wherever nah, the hell it lands. There. Yeah, no. They, they tell them it doesn't matter if you're a yeah. two-day-a-weeker. Because my first job was delivering uh, newspapers, I used to deliver for the Bergen Record, an afternoon periodical, and yeah. as well as the uh, New York Daily News. Oh, morning. I didn't know you did the news. I did so. Yeah, you had the the canvas bag that you strap yep. over your shoulder. I had one too. And on you your to, bicycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you go on your bike. I, yeah. I did. Well, I delivered the Village Advocate, and you had to rubber band every single one to the doorknob. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. oh, that's a lot. Of work. But you had to walk up to every single house, and I was a teenage boy, and yeah. you know how your hormones are. Like every single time, I was thinking. This is the one where the woman's going to ask to have sex with me. Uh-huh. Or this is where she's going to answer naked I mean, to like, the door. Yeah, naked yeah. to the door. Like, And I mean, uh-huh. I have 300 houses uh-huh. twice a week. And every single house, it was, uh, this is going to be the one where she... <laughs> this is the what, naked one. No. Nope. Never. No, never. Some people like it in the mailbox. Some... Hey, 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 I'm talking about newspaper delivery, Jeez. not your over... Uh, uh, active imagination. Uh, yeah, that did never pan out. Sometimes b- Damn. inside the storm door. What? I, everything's. <laughs> Golly, it sounds Still double entendre sounds to like Sometimes that. they yeah, want yeah. you to slip it under the mat. All right, okay. listen. Hey, now. Anyway, our circulation mm-hmm. might go up if we promise some of these things. <laughs> so um, I used to newspaper delivery. It was a great way. I had cash in my pocket, enough for the arcade and Wait, stuff. Wait, did you have to collect it too? Every week you would go collect that a ring of cards, and was, you know you collect for the week. I think it was a buck fifty for the week. Did every they ever day stiff they would you? get it. Not, well, if it wasn't one down? week, you get them for two them down, weeks, yeah. but they would always tip each and every week. And so, yeah, whether it was nice. an elevator, you get two bucks for the week, and it all adds up. But 
what the paper delivery people now, they don't get that constant interaction because right. people pay online. So I actually tip my newspaper person more than I pay for a year's worth of the paper. <laughs> no. Now, let me say, what? I'm not saying that to point out what a great person I am. I'm saying that to point out what an unbelievably cheap rate I get to get the newspaper delivered for a year. Yeah. Thank you, Jack. It's, you are always so kind as to point out the financial value of the Sentinel. It is yeah. a it's great true. Bargain. If nothing else, you're getting all those coupons. Without a doubt, and my Wait, wife. What do you mean? If, yeah. well, if nothing, if nothing, you're sitting next to if nothing else. <laughs> oh, that's right true. now. I'm I if know. nothing else. I my get, wife. I not only get your paper, but I get another paper delivered yeah. to my home. So please. My, my wife right. today is using. My wife today is using the coupons that we got out of yesterday's paper, and it'll probably be enough to pay for the paper. Right. That is that is and but you know what those paper delivery people, they're out on the roads three four o'clock. They get targeted sometimes. Targeted for what? For. I don't know carjacking for really. No, they don't. Yeah, we've had. Yeah, oh, it's it's been in the paper. <laughs> no wonder why no one knows well, about it. Paid any attention to that article? Actually, I, this is going to be the worst thing for uh, our business. But there were a couple of thugs a few years back. They were targeting people like me who go out at, at the same time every day in their skivvies and whappo with a lead pipe right on the but head. They can't get anything from you. You're wearing your underpants. That's it. But they went. They followed these people back inside the house and they oh. uh, went and got everything. So now let me tell you. I am a ninja. I may, it may, I may be in my underwear, but it's 4.30. I am scanning, checking. I've got th 360 periphery out at the driveway. Oh, boy. Really? Nobody's getting the jump on this guy. Oh, boy. We Not on it. you. I hope that there's a I video like of this somewhere. I would like some security camera yeah. video got, of you. Wait, I can give you that. I know. Yeah. I can give you that. Oh, All my. right, Jack, I'm sorry. I sort of, yeah. Yeah, I digress. That, yeah. This has nothing to do with any audio I'm playing today, but it was kind of fun to talk but about. But now you want a video file. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've got one, and it's coming up, and you're not going to want to miss it, as a matter of uh, fact. So you uh, just stay right. tuned for that. In the meantime, let's get politics out of the way. Alabama Senator, uh, here's the deal, or soon-to-be Senator, will it be Roy Moore, or will it be the other guy, as he's commonly known to? Doug as, Jones. Doug not, Jones. It'll not, be Roy Moore. Not Roy Moore. No, I don't think Doug so. Jones. I think there are people who are diehards who just can't bring themselves to hold their nose and vote for this uh, accused child Did you child see molester. the Frank Lentz uh, focus group? Is that what you got? No. Oh, that's awful. Oh, tell me. Oh, yeah. my God. It, it's it's basically where they say everything They're that's been alleged Fox. against, yeah. Yeah. against uh, Roy Moore. Two Roy Moore supporters, and it does not matter. It they He can say everything, and he's trying to say, but this these could be young children. There's one guy. There's one guy who says, now, what if it's true that he was going after 14 years old, and he's like, eh. 40 years ago times were different no no sir no sir yeah. they were not there was never he said a time that in alabama 40 yeah. years ago if you're a 14 year old parents would have been pleased for their 14 year old to have been hit on yeah. by a district attorney yeah. he did he did and it was that. like what are you saying you dummy i was the, i was right just screaming at my television and uh, uh, frank lutz also did a focus group back before the last the presidential election great. and it, it was about uh absolutely donald trump supporters 16. and the more Derogatory stuff that came out, the more they would endear themselves in. and, yeah. and dig in. They w it went in with like a 60% uh, in favor of Trump. He spends a half hour giving them all true, not accusation. Like, yeah. one more you can maybe. It was true. all true stuff. And at the end of it, the support went up to like 65%. It was a really, it, I mean, it's it, it, it tells you something about uh, informative. That, that's why I think Roy Moore will win. I also think whether, you know, with polling, I think it's polling low because I think it's the type of race where people won't admit they're, they're going to vote for, but they're going to because they don't want to put a, a Democrat in the Senate. So uh, anyway, he's not even getting support from his fellow Republican Senator, Richard Shelby, Shelby of right? Alabama, asked if he believes the women who has lobbed these allegations 
of sexual misconduct against Roy Moore. The women are believable. I have no reason not to believe them. But there's a lot of stories there. There's a lot of smoke. Got to be some fire somewhere. Mm-hmm. And Richard Selby, as you may be able to tell from his voice, is not some shrinking violet Birkenstock wearing liberal. Right. No, no. He's, no, a, he's, 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 Republican. he's an Alabama Republican. He's a senior Hardcore. Republican yes. senator from We're Alabama. As a matter of fact, another Republican senator, this one from, uh, let's see, South Carolina, uh, Senator Tim Scott, also talking about, yeah. you know, the idea of, you know, more, Roy Moore possibly being elected to the senior body of the U.S. Congress. The Constitution requires us to, A, if he wins, and still an if he, if he wins, if he wins, we have to seat him, then there will immediately be an ethics investigation. And that'll take three years. Yeah. And then what? It took about at least three years to get Bob Packwood out. So now what are we going to, what are you saying? Yeah. You know, this guy's in, it'll be three years before we decide what to do with him. And What I'm saying is Senator Moore. Ugh. Yeah. I'm saying. What else are you going to say? Don't you have the allegations are oh. significantly stronger than the denial. And uh, I'm going to let my decision be made by the breadth of information and evidence that I'm able to review during that process. Few people have publicly come out in support of Roy Moore. One of those people can be heard on this robocall. President Donald Trump, and I need Alabama to go vote for Roy Moore. It is so important. We're already making America great again. I'm going to make America safer and stronger and better than ever before. Donald Trump, head of the new GOP, generally okay with pedophiles. Oh. No, that's not what that stands for. I think you have the letters wrong. I oh. read that on the internet the other day. It was clever, very clever. Whoever Thank thought you. of that? Grand old party. I love how the uh, uh, President Trump said they said they're not. They had they would not be campaign, campaigning in Alabama. <laughs> so what does he do? They go he to goes. Pensacola, twenty miles from the Alabama border. Well, that's in the, the media market. And then the media market. Right. Yeah. So then and then, then Mississippi. Yeah. Also. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, that's going on tomorrow. We'll finally put an end to that until it turns to yeah, the next chapter it, it does. of what to do with Senator Roy Moore. Hey, <laughs> I, I am an eternal optimist. What I've learned through all of this campaign nonsense is I am eternal optimist. I am sure that people are going to do the right thing. Senator Moore. Uh, no, that wasn't, wouldn't be the right thing. <laughs> yeah, they, they, there is a general consensus that uh, the president has a lot riding on this. He, As you may remember... He didn't endorse him from the beginning. Roy Moore, he did not. So this would be an 0 for 2 if he loses. But although also, it's Alabama. I yeah. mean, there's not a much redder state than, than yeah, Alabama. Yeah, right. Maybe right. Georgia, but goodness. Uh-huh. And while people are saying they seen have seen more... Uh, I'm sorry, Mo. Who's the other guy? Running? Doug Jones. Doug Jones. They've seen more Doug Jones signs yeah. out than you know that, and that surprises them. But I think that the quiet Roy Moore, Roy Moore voter voters will be enough to make up the difference and uh, put this guy into office. Mm. And the and the loud Roy Moore voters, like from the Frank Lutz. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. There are a lot Scary. of people that aren't shrink, shrinking away from this thing. So it's either you don't believe the accusers. Oh, all those women are lying for whatever uh-huh. reason. Right. Because it really does not benefit the Republican Party for them to lie. They uh, When Roy Moore says the Republicans are trying to steal this election from him, it's like, no, they are really hurting themselves if you don't get elected. However, so you either choose not to believe these women or you believe them and say, you know something that this is okay. Yeah, interesting. George Soros. That's that's. Uh, she quoted all. George Soros. Poor George Soros. He's probably drinking. No, his, I don't think anybody you know, said poor George. Soros. No, but it, you know he's having his morning wheaties and listening to this focus group, and all of a sudden this lady throws him <laughs> under the bus. He didn't do anything. Yeah. 
You know George Soros eats Wheaties? I don't know what he eats. I really right. don't. Weird. Cream of wheat? What do you think? It's kind of chilly, that cream of wheat. That's My doctor great told notes. me to have more fiber. That's a good time. My doctor oh, you're said at that the same age, thing. Though. Yeah. yeah. What, what doctor? My doctor <laughs> after my colonoscopy told me to have more yeah, fiber. Yeah, it was that doctor, the Did downtown he? doctor. Yeah. Yeah, he said uh, you need to eat basically a bale of hay. Yeah. <laughs> so right. you know, they get done looking around with a camera down there, and yeah. they send up a TV crew, and they're yeah. like, more fiber. More yeah. fiber. So I bought a box of fiber one bars. So, no, oh, that's, so that's you got to do more bars. than that. That's I'm doing oatmeal, and I got some orange. Oh, that's stuff, to, yeah. That Abusel? Yeah, except that the, the, the generic brand, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, another cheapo here for here. Yeah. When uh, it comes to your health, you need to buy the name brand, maybe, huh? We're this... done with politics. Let's move okay. on because Sorry. we're running out of time, and let's get this out of the way. On the field, the Yankees have to be considered favorites uh, in the AL East, uh, as well as the uh, team most likely to dethrone the Astros as both AL and World Series champions. Their lineup now features Judge, Stanton, Sanchez, and Didi Gregorius, who combined for 169 home runs last season. By comparison's sake, the entire Red Sox team hit 168. Oh! Why is he talking like that? Why, what's with it? Why are you talking like that? Uh, I don't know. We all got no, something no, no, no. going on. Yeah, what? we do. But anyway, it suddenly made me look ahead forward to spring with delight as I anticipate a great Yankee season next year. Oh. So does this mean you're going to get a new dog, Giancarlo? <laughs> yeah, I Change should the rename the last dog. one. Yeah, but we—he's got a Bowie. name already. Leave him alone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can maybe name rename one of your kids. See, I'm a little concerned though. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not one. opposed to that. The new dog is a lot faster than the old dog. Why are you? That's how it should be. Weird. Yeah, but I'm worried about the old dog. I didn't realize how slow the old dog was until I see how quick yeah, the new dog is. You got a sprightly is. little puppy there, and then. So what are you gonna do about it? Nothing. I'm just except worry. Maybe I'm kind of feeling right now. I don't want to get old around you. Yeah, oh, I'll put you out. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. Hey, speaking of sports, we do cover the Orlando City Soccer Club here on Real Radio 104.1. They failed to make the playoffs again, but guess what? 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 Several other teams did. It seems like months ago. Wait, you're saying team, other teams made the playoffs Be- this year? Believe that? Wow. Shocking. Because how long ago does the season ended? How long ago? September. It, was it seemed like 17 months ago. ago. Yeah, no, it was in October. September, and this playoff season, finally there's a champ. Is there finally a champion? Finally, Mo. There's the door now. Josie out the door. What Josie team does he play for? Toronto oh. FC. Josie oh. Altador scored the first goal. That doesn't sound very American. MLS Cup. Oh, he <laughs> is. Most certainly. He plays on the U.S. team, doesn't he? Yeah. The men's well, team? Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. Toronto is the team in Major League Soccer. Yes, he plays on the U.S. Okay, men's national team. You're both correct. Whew. Feel better now. Feel That's better? Great. All right. Well, how do you feel after this, Mo? This is what I want to know. How do you feel? I'm, I'm listening. How do you feel? For yelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, horrible. It's pathetic. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, yeah. All that a change can only come that? when we stand together as Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, better. That was yeah, my yeah, Cindy. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you have to concentrate so much on when she comes in. There you go. (laughs) That was my Cindy Lauper imitation. Okay, so over the weekend. Hey, listen. I'm on YouTube and I come across some old videos. And one of it, and it's when uh, we all 
did elements of We Are the World. Yeah. And, I was... and then they, but all I could, I couldn't find the finished version. I could only find the outtakes. <laughs> that was clearly that the That was outtake. probably the best part. Yeah, well, it was. <laughs> so that was. Mm-hmm. Was that Jana? That was me. That was Moira. That was all you? (laughs) Yeah, that was all her. You sound like a songbird. Then I found this. That guy. I don't know. Let's try that. What's Jackson? We are the world. Oh, we are the children. Nice. Nice one, Springsteen. (laughs) I did the Springsteen part. Wow. That was me. Now. There's video of both of these, and there's a little more. It's at realradio.fm. The video's now posted. Oh, boy. And not only do you see uh, Moira doing that whole Cindy Lauper part, I do the spring scene part, but when I went back, this was 2010. I had the full Jesus hair and Jesus beard in it as well. Oh, boy. Because I saw it, I was like, ooh. Who's that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, like a homeless whoops. guy. Scary. It's really kind of surprising you all didn't do this every year. And I think I'm wearing the same shirt then as I was oh, today. Oh, no. That's because it's free from the station. Yeah, yeah. Got that right. Mm-hmm. That's your audio file for today. That's your. Well, thank you, Jack, for all of that and the little trip down memory lane. I think later this week, as you head into the holiday season, you guys can do another one of those songs. Uh, okay. Yeah, that'd be good. You need some coaching. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. I can't do it today because my daughter. We are the world. Oh. oh, we are the children. Wow, Bruce is right here. Yeah, where, where'd Jack go? <laughs> Just the boss. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty great though. You ready for headline news? Yeah. Oh, I love headline news. You get to introduce it. Well, here comes headline news from everybody's favorite newsman, Big Daddy. Thank you, Scotty Scott Maxwell. A veterinarian has had to remove 21 pacifiers from a dog's stomach. I wonder if the dog was able to bark or if it was completely pacified. Next, a man who never buys lotto tickets won thirty thousand dollars on a scratch off someone bought him for his birthday. This lucky son of a bitch. Big Daddy has been scratching holiday cash for three weeks and hasn't won S. Finally, Six Flags canceled their national snowball fight because of excessive snow. Has anyone seen Alanis Morissette? We might need her for this one. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From you are listening to the Phillips File. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Why? Santa Claus is coming to town, gather round. He's making a list, checking it twice, he's gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're away. He knows if you've been bad or good, so So be good for goodness sake. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Now, if that doesn't put a jingle in your bells, I don't know what does. (laughs) I love that. I was singing, and I didn't realize that till... What the hell? Whoa. 
What are you doing over there? Hey, I have no idea. <laughs> that was not me. Usually it's me, but it wasn't. Mm. Mm. That, anyway, you were starting to say, Jack. What is that? Side are you? Is that meatspin.com? I don't tell at? you what rest or what uh, okay. websites to go to. So I was singing Christmas carols with my mom and my Aww. daughter at home yesterday while my wife was cooking. That is Rockwellian, my friend. It did feel it for a moment, and it was ironic that the the best singers in the house were the quiet people. Oh, they weren't singing, and I was singing. That's all right. It's all about the spirit. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's nice. Whenever I uh, sing, my dad, my son just looks at me and says, "Well, that's it. I'm putting in my headphones." Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> well, that's fine. How do you do? It went from that moment <laughs> right. to a lovely dinner, and then shortly thereafter, it was screaming, yelling, and taking away a phone. So, come on, oh. stop it. Oh, we <laughs> had that too, Jack. Oh, I have the, been down that the, road as well. The mm-hmm. taking of the phones. I have to say, though, uh, last night we did our annual Maxwell family tradition of driving around and looking at the lights. And usually, this is when all hell breaks loose. In well, my family. I remember your column last year where you yeah. had to talk them into going and nobody wanted to go and everybody was grousing about, oh, we have to do this again. And, and then they had a good time. I mean, it was fun. Uh, by the end. But it starts out, you know, it's 85 freaking degrees. Right. I'm yeah. making them get hot chocolate. We're sweating through the lights. <laughs> sweating thing. to the oldest. My yeah. wife is uh, mm-hmm. pumping the phantom brakes whenever I drive. The kids oh, are yeah, arguing. Uh, yeah. But last night it was actually pleasant. It was cold. Uh, we had a nice time. Nobody argued. I did make sure to end it before the arguing started. Mm. How long? An ten, hour. Ten minutes? No, an hour. You drove around for an hour. I did. Oh, I paid three cents more a gallon. Uh, yeah, while well, I did it. But it was uh, it was a I, nice time, I have to and say. And you just randomly go through neighborhoods, or do you ha- kind you have of have a, a set path? I got a, I got a few ideas, Jack. I've been a place to. In fact, uh, we ran into a friend. uh we wanted to see if we had any gift. The only thing we had in my daughter's car was a microwavable thing of macaroni and cheese, and we <laughs> dropped that off. Nice. That's what, if you run into the Maxwell's, it's a big time. Wow. Yeah, mac and cheese. But, uh, Jack, we had, just like you, a problem with the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the oh, set, yeah. That's the nuclear weapon in the world of parenting. You Correct. Got, you got teenagers. You both have teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's the thing they covet the most. What'd you, correct. Why'd you take yours away? Uh, general disrespect. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. That's kind of the role. Oh, here comes a lecture kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, no, there's no lecture. Let me just take this. Yeah. Let me see here. How this no, how it goes. give me the phone. No, Sister. three, two, and it was in my hand. Yeah, that was, that was that's exactly what oh, my, three, my two, wife one? said. You still do three, two, let me one? have the uh, phone, and he said no, and we said, oh, well. What? Well, I'll tell you oh. who's going to yeah. remind you whose phone it is. But then, boy, he was angry. Like, he, like the the next morning, you know, you're trying, you feel bad. Yes. A little bit. Agreed. Why? I, and it so, ruined my night. Right. I, I carried some of that with me. Sure. It ruined, it, like, it bummed me because our, the, it got to that. I felt like I lost because we got to that point and I wasn't able to get it out Correct. of there bef- without running into that issue with that blow up. And then this morning it was calm, tried to explain everything. And, How'd you know, uh, and, you know, it was just a lot of, you know, just a head nodding, and then when she found out she was not getting the phone back yet, then Mount it Vesuvius. just quickly, it just, like, turned went off down and went away. Toilet, yeah. And then I, I heard that as she was being driven to school, the comment of, it's the only thing that, that matters is oh, having your phone. Oh, that is pathetic. It is, their, it is their life. When my, yeah. my son was walking out the next morning, his day without a phone, I said he walked out into the garage, and I said, love you, buddy. And he said, don't care. Oh, 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 don't Brett. care. Don't, oh, don't care. Oh, yeah. So he showed you. 
Yeah, I, things got a little better for a while, but don't, got, don't. But that can come back. I mean, it's better back. than the "I hate you," which I'm, I didn't get that. But no. w- the "don't care," put that That's in your pocket like a, yeah. mm. because you get to use that. Oh. You're going to be able to use that for the next twenty years. I can probably get like another hundred square feet at the assisted living facility. Hey, Dad, I, I need br- this. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. Oh, oh! I thought I was oh, going to use no. it for guilt. You no, want no, me to no, no, no. Yeah, well, uh, rub uh, it in their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, that's how it works I, in checks. Can I get an advance? <laughs> can I get an advance? Uh, don't care. Don't yeah. care. That's yeah. Dad, can I borrow your car? Don't care. Yeah, they're good in general, but uh, every now and again, they yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't be teenagers if they didn't give you some lip. Yeah, and we try to bond over things on YouTube and whatnot. You, mm-hmm. you do, and you think, oh, <laughs> oh you're trying to be that cool. Whatever those cool. whippersnappers are into. And if you have the moment, the cool and, and they're yeah. great, and then you don't, you get to these situations, and it's like, oh, did I, does any of it matter? Yeah, And, and it and, does. And and then, actually, that night, when we're I'm laying in bed, I'm all poopy pants. Because yeah. it starts out, like you said, Jack, well, I'm a bad parent. I'm a yeah. bad parent. And then I say that enough times, and I decide I'm sick of saying that, and I turn to my wife. You know, you're a bad parent, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, wasn't alone missing. in this thing. He didn't learn that just from me. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I uh, wanted to, in case you didn't know, Scott Maxwell filling in for Jim Phillips uh, today and tomorrow. But the rest of this week, you all have some exciting, you have some big names in the world of Orlando TV. Correct. Amy Sweezy. Oh, Amy Sweezy Wednesday. will be one of our special guests. Absolutely. Published author, in addition to two, two times over. There you go. You have Tom Sorrells. Yes, Captain Sunshine himself. From, the, uh, does anybody still call six? him that except for Only you? Only me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only and me. And also, I'll you, never you let what? it go. I won't be here that day. I have, there's some big news you can tell, Tom Sorrells. Yes. He has made the Maxwell Family 2018 calendar. Well, how's that? Ooh. Yeah. We were at a uh, party where we all took a picture at a, a Carolina game, and uh, my wife looked good. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, how we decide that, you that, know, that, which that, ones make no, the calendar. That's how <laughs> she decides which yeah. ones make the so calendar. So the Sorrels, yeah. I think, come uh, March of 2018, will be a prominent nice. part of our uh, kitchen. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. So, and then... Friday, I think it is. You have Bob Fryer. Not Friday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday, Thursday yeah. Fox 35 uh, uh, morning show, uh, Good Day Orlando host, Bob Fryer. Bob Fryer is a very funny guy. Th- you're not the only one who says that. I'm, I'm, he I'm, says it, too. Are you a lukewarm one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, I texted him that today. What? Everybody yeah, I, thinks you're funny, but me? I texted yeah. Bob Fryer what? back. I go, oh, that's great that you can join this. Dirty Jim says you're very funny. I he go, is. I just don't see it. Yeah. Nice. Oh. And then I'm like, oh, I hope he takes that the right way. And I said, that was a joke. Oh, no. He's very, and you know. And, he still and, hasn't responded. Uh, oh, well, he's also probably in bed. He gets up at like two. Yeah. Do that <laughs> now, here's a little tri- bit of trivia. If you don't know about Bob, his background was not TV. He was in musical theater. Mm. I believe it. He actually joined us one year for our presentation of uh, the real radio play of A Christmas Carol. I remember that special year I was asked, no, that never happened. Yeah. Uh, you one. were our next guest that yeah. was going to be invited, and we stopped doing it. Okay. Anyway, Bob did a... <laughs> yeah, he, he had a special appearance there, and uh, we look forward to having him on the show. And not only that, uh, next week, uh, uh, one of our special guests yeah. will be John Bustecker. And another yes. day, the duo, oh. the dynamic duo of Tom and Dan. Tom and they; those guys have created an empire. They Their have own little empire. T and D Media. So absolutely good for them. We'll all be working for them one day. Yeah, I, yeah. well, we hope especially so. the print guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you'll be if looking for work hires before us, radio. That's going to be great. Yeah, if anybody keeps me around. So, but that's <laughs> good. You got sad. a lot of folks coming in. 
Absolutely. It's going to be a fun couple of weeks. Jim Phillips, uh, you know, using his vacation time, doesn't use it during the year, puts it at the end of the year, and he'll take, so, you know, take some time off. I don't think we have a lot of time to talk about it right now, but we one don't. of the things he's doing is Jim and I are trying to plan a day date. So I, A mandate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to ride the rails. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be very... Like hobos, just hop on a, an open box car and well, see where it I takes Well, I think we got to pay for our ticket at the Winter Park Terminal. But yeah, other than that, it's going to be just like wait, the... You're uh, going to ride the Sunrail. Yeah, well... Oh, wow. <laughs> we haven't worked out all the details, and frankly, I could use your help in planning some of that. We'll do that just a little well, bit. It doesn't all go right. many places. I think we can help. It's 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 a straight line, basically. Just go from Winter sense. Park to Maitland, get yeah. a sandwich of Cappies, and go home? Yeah, and hope it doesn't crash in any well, we cars. We can go to Sanford. We can go to DeBerry. Oh, well, there's, Sand a, Lake. there's a hot spot. Sand Lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the choices, well, they're not limitless. There's, there's like no. four. Uh, but, <laughs> anyway, right. we'll be right back. 104.1, The Phillips File. Saving our love and affection for the completely unattainable. Dear Scarlett Johansson, Real Radio 104.1. From- and now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Playing the part of Jim Phillips... Here's Scott Maxwell. Good afternoon. You may think we're a little confused, right? Because uh, loyal, yeah, yeah, loyal file listeners would know that five oh five. This is this is the Wansey and Doug hour, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Yes. So, am I? Are they hiding? Is there something I'm missing here? They are stuck in holiday traffic. Dude, oh, so this out. is the first time they've come on a Monday. No, 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 no. They're just late. Maybe they figured it's like a substitute teacher. We don't have to follow the normal rules. It sounds like I need to take their phone away. I think you might need to take their phone away. But in the meantime, since they're late, what we're going to do is play closest to the pin. And Scott, with you here, that means you're in the hot seat for closest to the pin. I don't like that at all. We'll get the game underway, and we invite you to enter the soundproof booth. Oh, let's do that. And it is bad out there. I'll give them a pass. Okay. Thank you, Scott. Mr. Pinkman, what's yes. the prize? It's a holiday movie bundle. Ooh. Get into the holiday spirit with the ultimate Christmas movie bundle, including a Christmas story, Elf, the Polar Express, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You can own all of those on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD now. Oh, pretty nice deal, yo. Those are all great movies. The, I mean, I have... Uh, many DVDs, some Blu-rays, and the only ones I ever go back and watch are the Christmas ones. Oh yeah, because every year you want you want to break it out, then you have you know the the Christmas special you want on demand. It's kind of cool. All right, so let's bring our contestant today. It's Melissa. Hello, Melissa. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for calling. You ready to go up against Scott Maxwell today? I am. The category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's called. You know the drill, Maxwell. Random links to Maxwell in reference to Scott's being, Scott being the host today. Excellent. Are you ready to go, Melissa? I am. Okay, we're going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. Marketed as good to the last drop, Maxwell House Coffee was introduced by wholesale grocer Joel Cheek. What year did it first become available? 1846. Wee! Maxwell the Pig is a Geico spokesperson with his own Facebook page. How many likes for Maxwell? 
Two million. Would you believe Maxwell Smart was a secret agent for Control who had a thing for Agent 99? What was Maxwell's agent number? Maxwell's agent number? Oh, I have no idea. Um, uh, 105. I don't know. Maxwell Silver Hammer is slotted between Something and Oh Darling on the Beatles' Abbey Road album. When was the album released? Um, 76. Maxwell Air Force Base near Montgomery, Alabama, occupies the site where the Wright brothers opened their first flight school. What year was that? 1905. Time. Wait, I missed the fourth fourth question answer. Uh, For the Beatles, I think she she said 70. Did you say 76, Melissa? I think I said 76, yes. Okie dokie. Thank you. Okay, let's put her on hold. If you can wave Scott back in, Mo. I forgot about that guy, Code Pig. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, with the pinwheels. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was the one where he took the guy's girlfriend on a jet ski. Yes. Oh, yes. I think I remember that. Remember that? That was funny. He was kind of a dude bro. He was. <laughs> oh, hey, Scott. How are you? Welcome back, Mr. Maxwell. You know, this always makes me a little anxious. I know, because you get your ass kicked. Usually in categories that you should know things. Yeah, but that's, a lot that's, of things that's about. what it seems like, but it's not. Yeah. 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 Tough break. <laughs> Tough break, Scott. It's almost like if you had a pen that quit working on you. Repeatedly throughout the day. They don't last. If you leave pens. Oh, boy. We're going to get three seconds on In your drawer. <laughs> on ink pens. Oh, boy. Why, why do they only work for a little bit, then stop what, working? What's the deal with ink pens? It just drives me nuts. <laughs> and then you start shaking it. Like, that's going to yeah. help get the ink out. Thank you, Mr. Pinkman, for your support. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, Scott, category submitted yeah. by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. You Thank know you, the Brad. drill, Maxwell. Yes, sir. No, that's the name of the category. Oh. <laughs> you know the drill, Maxwell. Random links to Maxwell in reference to you being the host today. Thank Aww. you, Brad. Uh, these are the ones. All right, that's great. Nervous? Excited. Ah, yeah, sure. Here we go. In three, two, one. Marketed as good to the last drop, Maxwell House Coffee was introduced by wholesale grocer Joel Cheek. What year did the first uh, first become available? 1905. Wee! Maxwell the Pig is a Geico <laughs> spokesperson with his own Facebook page. How many likes for Maxwell? Oh, good. 525,000. Would you believe Maxwell Smart was a secret agent for Control who had a thing for Agent 99? What was Maxwell's agent number? Oh, son of a... Six... Ah, six... Sixty-seven. I don't know. Uh Maxwell's Silver Hammer is uh, slotted between Something and Oh Darling on the Beatles' Abbey Road album. When was the album released? Nineteen... I'm already losing on time. Sixty-nine. Maxwell Air Force Base near Montgomery, Alabama, occupies the site where the Wright brothers opened their first flight school. What year was that? Uh-oh. 1880. <laughs> Before flight. Hey. Excellent. Oh, wait. I thought it was there. I thought we were saying where they created it. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> oh, first in flight. 1920. <coughs> you can't change no, it. No, I, I said 20. Answer. 1880 late, is what I got. Tough luck. We're not even uh, using yeah, uh, time no. handicap for you today, sir. No, no, that was... Uh... Yeah, you're playing against Melissa. Now, if Melissa defeats you, she wins a fabulous prize. We discussed while you were away. Congratulations, However, Melissa. However, Bob is the backup. Bob is rooting Ooh, for you. Bob is probably Bob. smacking his head yeah, right about now. poor Bob. However, if you 
managed to pull out victory here, Bob wins the prize. I, uh, there were two of those I did really badly on. Maxwell Smart and uh, Flight. Well, let us be the judge of that. And yes. let's get to Maxwell House Coffee. Actually, it's how I start my morning every morning because it's the best deal for the price. Maxwell House Coffee. Yeah, I thought what, you were going to say And you get the Costco, so you're good. I do. I get the big one, and usually it's on sale, and then they have a rebate. I buy it like six thing, giant ones at a time. I got so basically, between your Groupon deal on the Sentinel yeah. and the Max yeah. Plus, you, you start every morning for like eight With cents. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'll never get a Keurig. Because I'm saving, I'm, it's too cheap to get the Maxwell house. Anyway, yeah. Maxwell. Yes. <laughs> All my Maxwells must be cheap. No. Um, how, what year for Maxwell House Coffee? Melissa said. 1846. Scott. 1905. The answer, 1892. Scott is closer. All Scott right. gets a point. Oh, yeah. For many years until the late 1980s, it was the largest selling coffee in the U.S. Okay. We remember Maxwell Le Pig? Well, yeah. Geico has had several different successful ad campaigns. One of them was Maxwell Le Pig. So successful. He had his own Facebook page with how many likes, according I, to I Melissa. I was oddly specific here. Yeah. You were. Uh, Melissa said. She rounded up to $2 million and you went to 525000 Yeah, 3700 Scott Maxwell gets the point. He's up to nothing. Yeah, Boy, nobody likes Maxwell the pig. All Would right. you believe? Uh, sorry about that, Chief. Uh, Maxwell, it's funny that you guess what you guess. Agent 99 was his love interest. I know. He's probably like yes. four. What was his one. number? It's because when I thought in my head, the number that popped in my head was 67. No. Which is the same number you said. And not right. Ooh, we're, both, we're both wrong. What yeah. are you, the amazing yeah. Kreskin? Yeah, right, what did no. Melissa say? Melissa said 105, and oh. uh, Scott Wait, said it can't 67. Be bigger. No. No. Well, it could be. Okay. All right. But the answer, he was Agent 86. He was Agent 86. Scott, you're closer. Scott, you get the is point. Is that true? That you're closer? Yeah. 67, 21, 105. What'd she oh, say? What'd she say? 105. Yeah, she's 19 Oh, away. she's 19 off and you're 21 off? That was kind oh, of Sorry. Wait, no. you said 67? You're both 19. No. No, Scott's no, 19 away. And she, and <laughs> Wait, so is Melissa. What's what the number? did she 86? say? 86. Oh, we're both 19 You're away. both 19 away. All right, yeah. What are the chances? It's a tie. It is a tie. You each get a point. Melissa, you're on the board. Yeah, Woo! congratulations, It's Melissa. three to one. But then we get to the Beatles. The Beatles. Imagine. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Maxwell Silver Hammer. I feel like the I'm in the wheelhouse sessions, on this one. The recording sessions for the album were the last in which all four Beatles participated. What year for the album? Melissa said. 76. Ouch. 69 was Scott's answer. On the money. 69. Oh, Double points go. for Scott. He's closing it out. Sorry, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Bob, look at you, big prize winner. Let's make it official. Congratulations, Bob. Maxwell Air Force Base. I think Scott Maxwell felt bad for Melissa, so he threw this yeah. one away. No, 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 no I did not, now. Melissa. This is all you. <laughs> Alabama occupies the hey, site. Hey. or uh, uh, Maxwell Air Force Base in Alabama, the site where the Wright brothers opened their first flight school. What year was that that they opened their first flight school? Melissa said? 1905. Scott Maxwell? 1880. Okay. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. 1910 is the answer. Melissa gets enough. the point. Scott wins the game. Yay. Congratulations for playing, Melissa, but bigger congratulations to Bob. Yeah, that's the yeah, game. Yeah, Bob. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin.
All right. Well, we are going to hope that Wanzi and Doug are going to be right back with a spectacular. Hell, we're going to hope they saw a movie to boot after they get here uh, with Wanzi and Doug on 104.1 The Phillips File. Pending adhesive. Presidentials come in three distinct flavors to sweeten your day. Bubblegum, traditional, and secret sauce from McDonald's Big Macs. Don't let falling dentures get you down with Presidentials. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 It's time once again for The Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. All right, welcome back to our Monday edition of The Phillips File. I am Scott Maxwell sitting in for Jim Phillips today and tomorrow, and we are just thrilled to pieces to have Wanzi and Doug. They both... Managed to make it here. We did. We're both late. Too. Traffic, traffic, oh, traffic. So they never God. drove here before on a Monday. Thanks <laughs> a lot, Scott. Well, I, but I'm, <laughs> I'm happy you're here now. I've never uh, here, <laughs> driven here on a Monday since they started ruining downtown I Winter four. Park. Oh, oh, is that what? Who started ruining downtown Winter the, Park? They've just thrown in strip mall after strip mall after strip mall along mills, and it's just. <laughs> They're cute now, but 20 years from now, they're going to be horrific, and the traffic is awful, and the, well, the Trader Joe's sheep are there, and then there's the a Joe's new home Whole Foods. Just from the corner of 1792 to I-4, took 30 minutes. Yeah. Right, so it sounds like one pink Crazy. triangle for traffic planning yeah. uh-huh. is what we're giving. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But did you you manage to see something? I I did not. Uh, no. Well, wait, well, so at least you bring that to the table. Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Right now. I wonder if I could turn in one of my columns. I could just like with that. You know, By the way, I got nothing anything. for you today. I didn't write anything. Sorry. Did you not um, also not see a movie last week? <laughs> um. Yes, I did not, Michael, but okay. uh, I think that you know I've had some issues this weekend in my life, and so I didn't get a chance well, to see a movie. Yes, thank you. That's right. Yeah, oh. my mom had a small stroke, so. Oh. oh. Last time I talked to you, you said you were sure she she hadn't. Well, so then they know they have, that but they gave me. her the stroke medicine, Sorry. so let's not discuss like the mother <laughs> over the air right now. I didn't right. see a movie, we Scott, hope, and I we, apologize for that. I'm just glad you're here, Douglas. What neighborhood do you live in? And just in general, I don't need your address, but you're out in your underwear at four every morning. I'll do the legwork. I'll find the house. Yeah. If you tell me the area, I will find it. <laughs> the, uh, I thought it was Christmas vacation. It's like, oh, where yeah. do you live, Carl? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little like Cousin Eddie yeah. when I'm out there. Uh, uh, I'm young. Young. You come over in the, in the Merritt Park. Audubon Park general area. Right. Merritt so, Island I'll area. Bring coffee. <laughs> Merritt yeah. Island. Yeah. yeah, don't bring that swill jacks drinking mm-hmm. that eight cents of lens. All right. Well, you know what? I hope your mother recovers. She Feels will. better. She's mm. a feisty old bird. <laughs> Speaking of feisty old birds, Michael. I think we both may have been involved in something this weekend that more contributed to perhaps uh, oh, no. your inability to get to a movie than your no. mother's possible stroke. Oh, my Just God. Saying. I'm trying to keep us positive here. <laughs> Let's talk about something <laughs> upbeat, shall we? Yes, I, was, I wasn't putting it on him. I said both. Right. I said both. Did you see a movie, Michael? Yeah, I did. You did? <laughs> yes. Oh God, where's the train wreck sound? Where's your yeah. <laughs> Where? What'd you see? Oh, a direct question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw um, the, the the disaster artist uh, Scott. Oh my oh, god! I haven't seen. It. I wanted to see it. What do you think? One. Have you seen the original? 
The room? Yeah. No. Oh, okay, go ahead. Uh, no, have I'm you? Sorry, no. Has I did anybody? Not... Yes. No, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, I do, yeah, but okay. why don't you fill in for a listener? This is James Franco's deal, right? This it is, is his... James Franco produced and starring in. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you have, uh, before you start, do you have any Franco biases? Because I know Moira I'm just not can't a big stand fan him. Of I enjoy him very I much. adore him. I like him, too. I like Aww. every movie he's ever been in. That seems like oh, stop. a lot. I do. Yes, I like him, too. I do. He has that same squinty face in everything. Will you stop with what his face looks like? He hosted Saturday Night Live this week. I saw that and I liked him. And don't say it's just because I'm attracted to him. I came on this program and said I thought he was the worst host of the Oscars I've ever seen. That's correct. And that's as well. There's no question about that. That was a big revelation. But I'm just saying it's not like I just think he's he's marvelous because he's him. I'm able to say when he did a bad job. The one time he did a bad job was hosting the Oscars. Other than that, he's a fine actor. Yeah. All right. Good. I like him. So yes, I have some bias. <laughs> and right. tell us about it for the. And yes, he was brilliant. And there, were, and this is a movie about brilliant. the making of a movie. It's about it is a true story about the making of what some people say is the worst movie ever made, called The Room, a self-financed, self-produced movie made by some off-the-wall man who really exists named Tommy, who seems to have boundless amounts of money, but no one knows where it came from. It's purported that this awful, awful movie he made was done at a cost of $6 million. Oh, my. And he wrote it, and he produced it, and he directed it, and he and his friend uh, starred in it. And um, the movie uh, grossed $1,800 at the box office. That's it? $6 million. Oh, my. Making it, yes. No. It, it, he, it would, the, the movie theater, it only ever showed at one movie theater, which Oof. wanted to cancel That's it gonna the, day, hurt your the day after it opened, but he paid to keep it open for two weeks so it could qualify for the Oscars. That's how <laughs> out of his mind the guy is. And um, anyway, a true thing. And then now it's become a cult film that has midnight showings all over the world like Rocky Horror and has made back the $6 million plus. Really? Yes. Does he actually get that money? I guess. Uh, uh, does he? Yeah. I wonder. It's his I'd money. imagine so. So he it's like the, uh, what's it, the California Connection? It. What's that, uh, that martial arts one? Open to the same bombing one. Kim uh, Lee. Or uh, why Kim? I don't know. Roadhouse. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> sure. Anyway. House of the Rising Sun. Before what? I tell you what I thought of the film, let me say play. this. If you don't stay for the credits when you go see it, and you should go see it, you're, you're really missing something. They actually spend about about eight to ten minutes showing you side-by-side clips of the actual film and the scenes you watched them filming in this movie with oh, the actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they Juxtaposed next match to, each other. to a, you cannot believe huh. how identical they are, how much Franco has this man's personality and quirky speech pattern down. <laughs> he's got a strange uh, accent and no one knows where he's from. He claims he's from New Orleans, but that makes no sense. And till this day, no one knows where he's from, how old he was, where he was born or where his money comes from. So there's from. a lot of mystery. Yes. And this is this is a movie about the making of the room. And what did you think? It was blown away, fabulous. Really? All right. Now is this? Wow. Mo, I can't remember. Did they have any uh, globe buzz on this one? I, well, I can't imagine uh, James uh, Franco. Fred, the Franco wouldn't be nominated. He was nominated for Golden Globe. Oh, there yeah. you go. Actor, yeah. There and you the go. movie also as and best movie. motion picture. Okay. Well, there you have it. That sounds very, pretty very good. Perhaps I know what I'm talking about today. I've seen some <laughs> interviews, Michael. They're not making fun of the movie in any way. They're, it, they, he, they keep saying it's an homage. Franco's brother, I saw an interview with him. 
who's also a Franco, I guess. Dave yes. Franco. Um, what's <laughs> his name? Dave. Yes, because it's all three yes. of them are in it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, all and the Francos. Seth, yeah, and Seth Rogen is in it as well. His brothers in it. yeah, yeah, they're all in it. And uh, Seth Rogen is in it, of course. You know, in a very minor role, but he's in it. I think he produced it. But uh, it's it's. It's sensational. What I don't understand is the whole, is it RDX? Is that what this thing is called I just saw? What's RDX? Mean? You mean the sound? Where they charge you like twice as much to sit in a different theater that's got fancy lights outside it. Ooh. I don't know what the Wait, hell it's not the, made it worthy. Is it the lounge chair one? It's in, it's it's there, yeah. It's in that. There are no all lounge chairs there for this oh, kind there. of movie, though. I mean, there's not for like no, they, a right. Star there's Wars. only one movie done up like that, and I thought it's like for action movies right. and thrillers with I big explosions right. or yeah. Like, this is just a a movie. It's just a a straightforward story. Why it would be in that theater, I don't know. But it was my only choice for a movie I could see that would allow me to get here on time. Ha right. ha. Right. And um <laughs> and so I had to pay sixteen dollars. Oh, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, it's a bigger screen, and every now and then, uh, the 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 walls reverberate because sound's so loud. I have a question. Don't know what that was all about, but the movie's damn good, Scott. Do you always get popcorn and a drink when you go? I do not. I can't see a movie without popcorn. I don't like pop. I like popcorn. It doesn't like me. So. <laughs> what is, what is, it gives you gas? What no, is, it upsets what? my stomach. Oh, all I don't right. know why. You should steer yeah. clear. How about you, Doug? Oh. I've always wondered if you guys chow uh, down. No, I used to, but I have some medical issues as well where I can't have popcorn. <laughs> hey, hey Debbie oh Downer God. over <laughs> here. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. I have diverticulitis, <laughs> and I'm, so I can't have popcorn. Oh, my God. Goodness and, uh, gracious. And I'm poor, so I can't afford food at a movie. Oh, and yeah. you know what else? Uh, I have to say, and if my I do get popcorn. Says, 20 years, we still have to pay for movies here. <laughs> yeah. I uh, get a refill, and I can't stand when there's not a refill line. You, you when can't there is stand a refill when there line? Isn't? No, when there's not a refill line. Because if you're oh, leaving the movie and you got to wait for 20 minutes in line, you've, you've missed right. a quarter of the movie. Yeah. I want a refill line. How desperate are you to get oh, a Diet oh. Coke that you have to go out in the middle? How much popcorn are you eating? I think every one of us thought uh, you were saying you were disappointed when <laughs> there wasn't a line I, I, of I'll people I'll tell you how much refill station. load is how much popcorn <laughs> I'm eating. Wow. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, if the, when they come after me to strap me on a gurney for like, it's my last meal, it's going to be buffalo wings and movie popcorn. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, known ever known yet, anyone who had? I mean, I, I know people that like popcorn. Obviously, I love but popcorn. Not, and wow. yet, you still managed to look this good. No, I. It's, it's a train wreck under here. Uh, <laughs> so, what? How many triangles are we giving this? Oh, this way, well, yeah, a four and a half. Hey, now, which oh, is like yeah. uh, three billboards. Well, tis, tis yeah. the award season. Yeah, being very yes. liberal with the four and a half. Well, you stop. The movie was just nominated for a Golden Globe. That's, That's true. true. <laughs> What's the movie? I don't think it was. The Disaster Artist. It was. I <laughs> the movie, too? Or just Franco? No, oh, you did? Oh, the mo okay, there you go. All right, I have a question since we're coming I close to the end of the year. Mm -hmm. I've lis I listened to most of them, but I can't remember. Were there f many, any five triangle movies mm. this year? I don't, don't think know. there was. No. I'm looking at that list. This no. was a record year for movies. Yeah, I don't believe there was. Just I don't think horrible. either of us so did anything five. these last two, or well, two of the last three, three billboards. They gave Coco a high. Uh, Michael Coco. gave Coco a very yeah. high score. Mm -hmm. And so and he did gave, Scott. Yeah, I, we, I yeah, loved discussing it. it during the break. And I loved three Coco. billboards you gave a high score. Yes. You know what the you worst part did. of Coco? Did. Three yeah. billboards rock. The worst part of Coco was when they strapped that 21-minute atrocity of the Frozen thing on top. Oh, you did not. I, I liked it if it was all by itself without being with another movie. I do not understand the decision to put anything longer than 10 minutes before a movie where a children short, were going to be. It turned a anyway. charming Pixar tradition but, into an endurance testing chore. Right, because it was, it was <laughs> like a feature-length film yeah. squeezed into a... 
slot. I, I, I thought it was, I think as a standalone piece, you'd think it was charming. But when you're sitting there, I actually thought I was in the wrong theater. Yeah, we, I didn't. I didn't know it was going to happen. How much longer? And after yeah. it went past the ten minute mark, I got out my ticket to look. A lot like, of us were no, looking at our watches. What says, the hell? It says this theater number and this this thing. Now I'm like, well, I missed ten minutes of the movie. I'm not going to go to the right theater, but I'm going to save this ticket stuff yeah. to get my money back. To the, and then I was shocked when it ended. And you saw I, they ultimately. I thought I was sitting in a feature movie. They pulled it off. Was Did you see that? Yes. Yes. yes, after two weeks. They yeah. claimed it was all part of the grand strategy, but I think... Oh, the frozen short is no longer it attached? Short's a generous word. No, I oh, saw I a statement by Disney <laughs> saying that they were responding to audience complaints. Oh, well, that's... I, I was complaining. the length of it, is, is what they said. Well, also wasn't very yeah. good. Anyway, when I looked but, at the Golden Globe movies, it doesn't seem like anyone is... Like, if I only have a week or ten days in mm-hmm. the Christmas break... To see something, what is the highlight of, that I should see? What are the ones listed, Doug? Uh, well, the Greatest Showman's not come out yet. The the uh, what's his Jack- Peter. Peter Jackman? That's the twenty second. Yeah, the Barnum. Barnum. Yeah. Weekend of Christmas. P.T. Barnum. Piece. And the Shape of Water has not come out yet here. Okay, but they're the both one. on the list. Yeah, but that's what's his and face. What, and the, what uh, else? What's the director's name? Uh, and somebody told me it had something to do with Hellboy. I don't understand. No, it's uh, the creature from the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon. Okay, yeah. I think. And Call Me By Your Name, which is a gay film, which has not come to Orlando yet. So Many of the movies that are nominated are not yet here. See, wow. And Lady Bird, which was here at the Enzian, I think is not here anymore. And we haven't see how you never got a chance yeah. to see it. What's so wrong it was with here this for town? five seconds, and then that's the end of that. Um, oh, it's still at the Enzian. It's also at the AMC. Which and West Oaks, now? which uh, News Flash is still open. Let's get out mm-hmm. to West Oaks. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, also the Altamont Mall. Oh, I would oh, go, go to that. I would go to that. Yeah, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Now you can see Lady Bird. Mm, I want to see the post about the Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That mm-hmm. one looks oh, good. Yeah. Anything yeah. glorifying a newspaper. No, right. sorry. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, I just didn't know if there were if there if you only could give people a short list of what to see during the Christmas season, if there's anything that you think would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dunkirk's been nominated. Michael saw that. <laughs> Ugh, that horrific. What the God, that one about oh. racism. What is it? Just the worst. Get out. Get out. Ugh. That's on there too. I, I know. I like that, but I can I you even I, horrible. Thank you, but I can't In remember face, a horror movie horrible. being uh, nominated for best picture for best comedy. But too. it was sort of a <laughs> best comedy and musical. Get out. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Mo wants to know though. You got two weeks. What are you going to go see? Well, I I, I want to see the post and I want to see Lady Bird. And three billboards. Three billboards. If you I haven't, haven't seen it already. already. I thought you were asking uh, tell, me. I, no, well, for me. Oh, no, for other people. For other, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Three billboards and um, and the one I saw today. You got to be ready for that, a little violence uh, with three Steve billboards. Steve Carell got nominated for Battle of Sexes, which makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent. <clears throat> what? Star Wars comes out Friday. Yeah. Wherever. Oh, another one. What is, is, that a, is that a part of a series of some kind? <laughs> right. Standalone. But what's the date? Is it out in time? For Oscars, 15th. The 15th, uh, oh, it has to be out by the 15th. So Those things go. don't make Oscar noise, do they? No. no. They, they get uh, special effects and yeah. makeup and all uh-uh. that. Yeah. And Music, I forgot Golden costumes. Globes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Am I mistaken, but Golden Globes is also television, not just movies. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's some on here for that. Hollywood Foreign Press. They go down the bottom. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. Do you have to have seen the other Star Wars to enjoy this one? No. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I think Some there's been six and I've only seen two. just lying. Episodes four, two, two they're, they're and eight. completely dependent That's what on people need to see, Jack? Yeah, four, two, and eight in that order. So you have to see four, two, and eight? Yeah, in that order. But then the first one comes out and then fits in the middle somewhere, right? Yeah. The yeah, first sure. one that came out in That's 76 right. or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. First movie I remember seeing. All right, we're going to be back with some trivia and to find out what you guys have been up to. We'll be right right back. 104.1, The Phillips File.
Hey, time for the headlines. My name is Scott, and here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Scotty Scott Maxwell. A man crashed his car while fleeing from police because he tried to pull up directions on his phone. I tell ya. You humans have become too reliant on your phones. Even the criminal industry is suffering. Next, a woman in Ohio set her house on fire while trying to kill bedbugs. Yes. Because indoor fire near your mattress is a great idea. Dope. Finally, someone in the UK watched B-movie 357 times in 2017. I don't blame them. It's like Seinfeld with an animated B instead. I love that baseline. Boo-dow 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 do-do-do-do-dow doodle-dee-doo. I'm still practicing playing bass. Headlines were brought to And welcome back to a Monday edition of The Phillips File. I am Scott Maxwell of the Orlando Sentinel sitting in for Jim. We just did our Monday movie review with Wanzi and Doug. And Wanzi gave, was it four and a half? Four and a half. What was the film one more time? The Disaster Artist. Thank you. And and not just because James Franco is hunky. because. It was no, a good movie. James Franco is not cute in this movie. They've they've misshapen his eyelid and gave him one droopy eye, and and he's they he's shaved his hairline back, so he's got a big forehead and he's got long oily hair because he's trying to look like the guy he's playing. So right. He's not cute. But in isn't this movie. isn't James Franco with one droopy eye still better looking than a lot of people? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I'd oh like boy. to roll oh, out of my eye. All right. All right. But speaking of reviews, Moira, I have to tell you, I read a review in today's newspaper, that's the Orlando Sentinel, about someone at this very table with Uh us today. It was Doug, and it was a glowing review about the show he was in. Most fabulous story ever told. The reviewer, of course, Matt Palm. What did it say about Doug? It goes on and on. Well, it talks about Doug's role in the thing. I thought you have several roles, but this one, Sarcastic Santa. Sarcastic Santa. Mm-hmm. Sarcastic Santa. That doesn't sound like that's for the kiddies. Well. The, the show is not for the, the kiddies. Is Wait, not a show for, at the no, Parliament House no. isn't for the no, kiddies? No. No. It's yeah. uh, a family fair. This is not one It's of a biblical world that says of Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve. It turns a juvenile anti-gay taunt on its head. Okay. Aha. And it goes on to say how hysterical it was, nonstop laughing. I mean, you are laughing, it says, from beginning to end. And then if you don't because cry, there's you. something wrong with you at the oh, end. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Laughter to tears mm. is my favorite emotion. <laughs> and what? Now, tell me about your sad. sarcastic saying. Who are you being sarcastic to? Uh, I'm just in general. I'm a, a bitter a, old queen. He's at a, at a party, and he's just making asides and comments. Exactly as Doug would do at a party. It is <laughs> so a, it's not a stretch. It's, it's so, so much Paul Rudnick, Red, uh, Rudnick, the playwright, wrote the part for Doug to do. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, as the director, Mr. Tom, Tommy Wooten. Please, can we mention Tommy he? before he starts flooding There's us? There's actually phone calls. a Tommy Wooten link in this show. You know, no, there I, is? the Adam and Steve comment was from uh, Jerry. Uh, uh, what was his name? Jerry Michael Liberty University. Uh, Falwell. 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 Yeah. Uh, and when he, yeah, and uh, Tommy, the director, actually went to Liberty University. So did he really? Yeah. Tommy went to. That's an interesting yes. tidbit. Wasn't that's a true. That. That's and a true. Tommy question. was in the original production uh, of this show uh, sixteen years ago at, at the same theater. Tommy was a uh, Jim and Tammy fake Baker backup singer. He was well. a PTS <laughs> singer. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay. He's from oh North my God! Carolina. That's hysterical. Boy, her face was something, huh? Oh he, my! Oh God. Yeah. Mm. Worshipped her. Don't speak badly of my <laughs> oh Tammy. My yes, God. I love Tammy Faye Baker. There were With those eyelashes of art and by what? Vincent Van Gogh that had less paint than her oh, eyelids. I mm. had a boyfriend in college that we just used to sit and watch that show late at night, no, you and, didn't. and just and then his roommates would come home all 
a mask from being out and just like, what are you, what are you, what are you and the, the, eyeli- the eyeliner and <laughs> eyebrows yes. were permanent tattoos. Is that right? Yep. She never had to put them on yep. again. No, huh. she put the lashes that on. That well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she would put mascara on that she didn't need to just so that it would drip when she cried while she oh. sang. Because it was tattooed on, she didn't have to put it on. But if she knew she was going to sing, she didn't sing every show. She knew she was going to sing. She put mascara on uh, over the tattooed on mascara so that it would mm-hmm. run. Well, that is the Lord must be proud. Mm-hmm. There is uh, when no she doubt got about in that. the middle of "I Love Jesus More Than Diamonds." And, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's yeah. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. She was, but she was a friend of the gays. She was. Uh, uh, was she? She, she, nev- she never never said a with word Jim J. Bullock against. And then mm-hmm. she had the biggest queen in America at the time as her co-host of a mm-hmm. of a of her show with uh, Jim J. Oh, I thought you meant Jerry Falwell. No, no, I'm just no, right. Well, congratulations on the good review, Doug. Yeah, thank you, Jim. A... I mean, uh, Jim. <laughs> What's her name? She posed with me thank for you, my Scott. Christmas card one year. What? That's bizarre. When they lost their, when they, he went to jail on tax fraud and everything, and and uh, yeah. she was kind of left on her own there for a while. And they, they, she was, they were exiled to Orlando, basically. They were all living in. Oh, that's right. Uh, all of their her staff were paying to stay in their own hotel rooms to support the show while they lived in a mansion. She on had a Islesworth, store, and they were in Shoppers World. It yeah. was their broadcast studio there on I Drive, which huh. has been torn down since. And I went there for a, a recording, and I I watched and watched the security people, and then and I saw an opening, and I got through it, and I ran up onto the set in there, and I said, and but and the. Two guys had me by the shoulders pulling me back. And I'm like, no, I love you. I love you. I have to have my picture. Take she goes, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. So we took a picture, and that was my Christmas card that year. Oh, wow. And I thought the Bradshaw's uh, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas card was great. Was a show stopper. How many button? times have you had Tammy Faye, Jack? Mm. Yeah, zero. How many times have you had Tammy Faye? <laughs> <laughs> There's a show tonight, Scott. <laughs> yes, tonight. There's a there's a there's a what? a what's called an industry night show tonight. So the people that work in bars and places that don't get off on Saturday nights can come to see it. And the, the most fabulous stories playing tonight. It's just ten dollars. You can walk right up to the door at the Parliament House. It starts at seven p.m. You have to get a better seat tonight than you are on Saturday. Go see Doug's show tonight so that you can come see my show on Saturday, which is Wansi's Not Quite Right Christmas Florida TV special in living color playing at Savoy in the Starlight Room. It's uh, Saturday at 8, and final show is the next day, Sunday the 17th at 6.30. It is a raucous, riotous ride. That is a uh, new venue, isn't it? I saw the previous show before yours. Uh, you, at Savoy? At the Savoy. The one uh, name, was named name of city, Chicago or... Uh, but the we, gay bar? Oh, no. Scott, I wind up 1957. Uh, yeah. Not a good friend of ours. Wrote yeah, it. Yeah, you you just, saw it there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was, oh, well, nice that you went out to see someone's show you don't know. Are you going to come see mine? Uh, well, I would love to. Busy we had plans when on Saturday night when you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. So we saw another show at the Rep. We were, uh-huh. the, my cho- In fact, my children were at Wanzi. Get off my job. Oh, well, why don't ah, you yeah. invite me? I support everyone's shows if I know they're in them. Okay, so, well, thank you. But So Saturday at 8 or Sunday at 6.30, I'm happy to give you a seat. Well, my daughter has a show at the Breakthrough at on both shows? Saturday. Sunday. Maybe Sunday. we can get to Sunday. Maybe you can. That would be wonderful, Lundy. So Thank many you. shows are left. When I Scott Maxwell will be in the audience, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? Ready I to saw... sign your copy take, of the paper. He will take pictures with you for if, your Christmas card. If you show up oh, with I'll a printed so version of the newspaper. You have to have a printed version of the newspaper with you. Support the paper. He'll support you with a picture. Bless you, Wanzi. All right, Doug, you've got some trivia for us, I do, you? but I, I feel that we should mention Trash to Trends as well, Scott. Oh, since we're both here. Is it? 
Is it February? I don't want to get it wrong. It's I don't not. remember. It's January. I'm going to look it up. You can certainly go on the website and just Google Trash to Trends. It's an event that Scott and I both host every year at, down at SeaWorld. February 3rd. February 3rd. There you go. Um, You're fast on that. And you, the, all of the fashions are... It's a fashion show basically made of clothing that has been made from recycled materials. And you think... It, and there are things like newspapers. And there are right. things like newspapers. And there are... Bo- but there are amazing things. In fact, the coolest dress that I think in all the years I've done it, and this will be fourth or fifth, I can't remember, uh, was the woman uh, whose name you know, its name is escaping me, who made everything out of the poker oh my playing God. card and chips collection from her father, who had just died right, right. before she found the... them in the attic, and mm-hmm. she went up there and yep. And yep. so she mm-hmm. stitched together thousands of playing cards amazing. and uh, poker chips and turned it into a, a really wow. gorgeous. Yeah, we're not talking about things that look cool for being recycled. They just look cool. They, yeah, they, and, they're all, and they're all avant-garde and fun, and it's, God, what a great event. Raises money for Keep Orlando Beautiful and sells out, I believe, every year. Yes. And Doug and I co-host that. There are still tickets available. The VIP tickets, I believe, are no longer. Oh, there you go. And Here we go. The, what's the address to get tickets, Doug? Uh, just Google just, Trash to I Trends. I think it's TrashToTrends.org. Yeah. Okay. With a two. Sorry, and, Jody, we're um, getting it all wrong. Right. I'll tweet it out. And, right after this. Thank and you. tickets to my fabulous show are available at Eventbrite. Just type in W A N Z I E in the search box and the show pops up. Doug? Mine are at Eventbrite as well, Michael, but well, I don't know how to it. do the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have. I was going to say, I was... no, 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 I want to do trivia. What about trivia? We'll need a third segment. Never happening. No. <laughs> what do you mean? We have, we have somebody else coming in. Can, oh, we, yeah. get a, can we get a few fellow. questions, Jack? Yo, go, let's yes. go. All right. Each crowd scene takes Wanzi, about. Wanzi, Liza Minnelli. No. And thank you for our limited time that we have that you ruin everything. Because it's my turn to talk. Mark that. You ruin everything. Each crowd scene takes about eight weeks to illustrate in what series of picture books that started in 1987. What? Crowd scene. Category is children's books. What crowd scene? Moira. Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo is correct. Matchboxes make good dressers for the tiny clock family in what 1952 Uh, story? Scott. The borrowers. The borrowers is correct. Oh. More oh, than just a little. Uh, more than just the title of a disco hit. What organization had twenty seven hundred locations? The YMCA. That's correct. Oh. What country was named for the Portuguese word the for the bearded? What? What was named? What was the first part? What country was named for the Portuguese word for the bearded? Wanzi Brazil. No. Oh. Jack. Okay. I, I don't know. know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Canada. Barbados. Oh, I, knew it. Oh, there you oh, go. I knew that. Yeah. What name for soft, fur-lined boots is from the Native American word for bearded seal, which they can be made of? Uggs. Moira. No. Oh. <laughs> Jack. Mo- I don't know. Quonsy. Moccasin. Moccasin. No. Oh, no. sorry. I thought you almost said it. Moccasin. Moccasin. Oh, I see. What band that recorded "Fistful of Metal" named itself for a disease? Uh, Wazzy, what is polio? No. <laughs> no, the band. It's got no. gonorrhea. No. No, Moira, what is heart disease? It's a disease somehow that I think can be uh, mailed to you. What is anthrax? Anthrax is oh, correct. Nice, there it is. Oh, the millennial comes Name through. either the three children's names on Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, God. Oh, oh I got it, Scott. Allie. Allie's one of them. Michael no. and Jeffrey, the other two. Going to finish up with some gay, gay, gay. <laughs> right, and what okay. movie will you find the character C.C. Bloom? Mm. Uh, the producers? I'm, I'm not gay enough. One. I don't know. It's not the producers. Mm-hmm. Somebody's bu- Michael, do you know? Bialystok and Bloom. Uh, I do. But I can't think of Bloom. 
No. Last chance. Tyrone Bloom is a character. Bette Midler plays in Beaches. Yes. All um, right. And we got time for one more, Jack. Yes. What writer originated the role of Edna Turnblad on Broadway in Hairspray? In Broadway. Oh, Scott. Sounds like a pedophile. Yes. Harvey Firestein. That's correct. Yay. Yay. Nice. Yeah, all right. Thank Moses you, Wansi and Doug. Check them out at all their events. Congratulate you on all your spectacular reviews. Thank we'll be you. right back. Scott, you do you did better on the gay-related questions than Jim does. I'd just like to point that out. You knew the Whoa, YMCA. It's a pedophile thing. That, that is a thing being gay, but I'm yep. just saying. Who's here It's next weird, week? the things you actually me, knew. Me, I think you're stuck with me. Yay. Oh, just saying. I appreciate all of the kind <laughs> words. <laughs> I'll be back in just a minute. 104.1. I'll see you Thanks in the morning having outside your house. Been a delight. This is Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Making sure we're on the same page, uh, whatever the hell this is. I'm beating the crap out of the guy. I don't care if his junk touches me. Real Radio 104.1. From... I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. All right, and that one was specially requested by Stephen Kramer. <laughs> yeah, sure. It was so appropriate that that is the music that came on with the rejoin because you guys in that in that room over there, you don't know, but we were having a uh, a discussion about where's my theme music. Scott was oh. asking, "Is there theme music for me?" and uh, and then that came on. And yeah, there it is. absolutely. There and, it and, is. And, and how come we didn't have a, a good uh, Jewish Hanukkah song for for Mo also? Or? Because Hanukkah begins tomorrow, tomorrow night. Oh, sundown. that's right. Yeah. So tomorrow it's going to be an all Hanukkah edition. Well, I don't of the know Phillips about that. We We're can, every version up. of my dreidel. Right. There's only so many Hanukkah ever. songs, so we have to stretch it out over eight days. You know, yeah. Isn't the Hanukkah song called the Hanukkah song? One song is yes. Mm. But I had a little dreidel is a different one. Oh, dreidel, dreidel, And then, of dreidel, course, the Adam Sandler play. one is... You know, <laughs> that one doesn't count. Does yes, it, it totally kids, does. Absolutely. Are kids singing that? Yes. It doesn't matter who's singing it. They're going to update it. Mm. Well, well, Stephen, welcome. We are glad you are here. I uh, I wouldn't know what to choose for the theme music, though. Mm. That would be a tough one. I'm going to... Good, because I would commission you to make it. <laughs> yeah, I, the only thing I know is it should never be the songs that get stuck in my head. Because I get the worst songs ever stuck in my head. Whenever uh, Jack wants to play one for me. How about It's Raining Men for Steven? Yeah, that's oh. yours, and you know you it is. You wrote that song. Paul Schaefer. That's right. Oh, yeah, Boy, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, the one that gets in my head uh, the most is Walk the Dinosaur. Oh. Sometimes I'll get that in my head for months. Oh, even. What was that? Yeah. We'll be, boom, uh, boom. Shaka laka laka boom. Oh, <laughs> 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 walk. And then wow. uh, Sanford and Son gets in my head a lot. The okay. thing. I don't think. That doesn't seem like what a big <laughs> corporate attorney, you know, Sanford oh, and Son. Lowrider. Lowrider's another one that gets in my head. Okay. that's. I think George Lopez has that one, though. 
Oh, he. I think he does. Yeah, he sort that of. The, it was on the show. Yeah, it's he commandeered that he one. He did. I got lots in my head. Break my stride gets in my head. I that, no, you don't oh, want that no. one. Yeah, and then I think about the dance from the video. You know uh, what I'm talking about? No, no. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you know what? And gay, gay, gay is over. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we got that. Matthew right. Wilder, break my stride. We were talking mid '80s for that one. Yeah, I don't Fritz know, loves I don't know that why one. those songs get in my head. Here comes an aha reference now. Or Take on me. In fairness, uh, if I was going to pick something, I think I'd want like Shaft or uh, or maybe Shaft. Curtis Mayfield. Like something Push like that. Man. That'd be smooth. Right. Maybe someone, maybe. I, yeah, someone else might have to pick your Sounds like off. Pinkman's going to work on Hayes. that. So <laughs> thanks for that. All right, Stephen. So one of the things I actually sent you a note earlier today, if we're going to talk about legal issues, one of the things I get asked about a lot is about pol- cases involving police officers. And these are cases where sometimes we have an officer who may be accused of doing something. There's a couple of cases we've talked about in here, Orlando, actually not accused, uh, broke the neck of an 84-year-old during an arrest. There was no criminal charges, but in a civil case, uh, a jury awarded the uh, victim in that case about $800,000. And this is just one example. We've seen other ones. There was a uh, officer, an OPD, that was a... Caught on video punching and kicking yeah. a, a handcuffed uh, suspect. Yeah. Uh, he went to trial, actually went to a criminal trial. The jury in that criminal trial uh, found him not guilty of that. And in a well, civil that's not trial, uncommon. So, yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about the difference here. It is a, you're talking about a really, really complicated subject. Um, you know, the funny thing is, when you asked me about that earlier, I, I took some notes down. I didn't bring any of my notes with me. I could but, tell, by the way, you were I was like, scrambling wait, I for have every them. sheet of paper in the world with me, except for that one. Um, but, you know, it's interesting you say that. Um, you know, one of the difficulties that that presents a challenge for, for prosecuting excessive force or any violation of uh, rights like that is that juries tend to be very sympathetic to law enforcement officers. And and in fact, there I think there was a study back in 2009, 2010, where they looked at like 3,200 cases, right? Yeah. And they did like a comparative study. They did a comparative study of police officer defendants versus the general public. And and the, the results were interesting. You had only 33% of the police officers charged criminally in those cases were convicted versus around 70% of the general population. So and then of the the police officers that were actually convicted, only thirty six percent of them actually served prison time. So it that looks like about so half as much, half, no, half as often. And right. what that means is that you know there is there is some extra faith, even with everything that's happened, that the public has confidence in police officers and and will trust their word mm-hmm. and give them the benefit of the doubt a lot of times. When they are charged criminally. Yes. But on the other side, on these civil cases, mm-hmm. they're ruling against the officers. You know, it, it, it depends. Um, the, the civil cases are, are not the hammer that, mm-hmm. that, ad, that, I guess, civil rights advocates want, would like to see. And that's for a few reasons. For one, when you talk about civil cases... First off, either the city is defending the police officer or you have a very, very strong public sector union there, right? And it's a public sector union that does not get flack like other you know, public sector unions do. Correct. So what you've got is either the city or the union is going to provide a defense attorney. And then in the end, in almost every single instance, it's the city that actually makes the payout. 
which is important for a couple of reasons. Because one, that's coming from the general revenue fund, not from the budget of law enforcement. And and two, that means that really there, there's not a whole lot of disincentive there civilly. And I don't know if you had a chance to look at, and, and you're right. So they, the if if a officer is charged criminally, the jury has to weigh, I'm going to maybe lock this person up, maybe cost them their career, mm-hmm. versus where it's a civil trial, they are deciding, well, you know what, it's just going to be taxpayers or some insurance fund that's going to end up paying them. Uh, but, but, but one thing that I hear people struggle with is uh, why officers, and I thought you could talk about this, the standards that are different in a civil versus a criminal. For instance, in the uh, case of uh, William Daly, the 80-something-year-old World War II vet, uh, there was an officer who confronted him downtown. I think it was near uh, Lake Ivanhoe. Uh, mm-hmm. The officer maintained that Mr. Daly was uh, really obstinate uh, and, and a big handful. There mm-hmm. were a lot of people who had questions about that, considering he was 80-some uh, years old. Uh, he ended up basically turning him upside down and breaking his neck. I remember now, and, this. And in that case, a jury did not take very long either. I think it was two or three hours and awarded a pretty big verdict of eight hundred and eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And they are ruling excessive force. Mm-hmm. Yet uh, the officer and involved in the case was not only not charged. Uh, I don't even believe actually I do know uh, was not even investigated by internal affairs in that case. So what can you tell people about the criteria for excessive force here? So, you know, when you talk about when you talk about violating civil rights, when you talk about about why don't civil lawsuits parallel the criminal counterpart? You know, why why aren't officers arrested when you know there's lawsuits pending? It's kind of a complicated answer, you know. And and the, I, I guess the first place to start is you don't necessarily have the best investigation of these incidents from the outset because you've got you've got who watches the watchers kind of situation. So you're talking about. I guess many people view it the fallacy of self-policing, essentially. So most of the time, there's not an independent civilian board that reviews these types of claims. There's not an independent authority. It goes through internal affairs for most departments, which is part of the department. And we're gonna and we're gonna I'm gonna stop you right there sure. for a second. We're gonna come back because we're also gonna talk about what happens sometimes when they internal affairs and the chiefs do take action. And they often get overruled in the legal process that follows. So we're talking more about that. 104.1, The Phillips File. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Yes, the band. Welcome back to the Phillips File. Well, what am, band is that? Yeah, who is it? I love Oh Come All You Faithful, but I don't know who it is. All right. Stephen, who was that? It's one of the bands we play on Real Music Weekends. Considered alternative music, alternative rock. Sounds a win. No. Like well, not. It? Yeah. I have not no Weezer. Start. It is Weezer. Oh, Weezer? Stephen. That, oh. That's up to you. 
Yeah. Nicely done, He Steven couldn't be Bird. more wrong by saying it's not Weezer when it is. So yeah. well, he, he couldn't have been more wrong, hats but off you're giving you, hats off. Yeah, yes. no, he still gets it for you that. You because... that out of his ass. That was good, yeah. I think. No, he gets that. All right, so we were talking about uh, <laughs> police saying. officers. And, uh, you know, it, go, it goes without saying that most of the folks on the front line, they are, they're the ones running into the face of danger. I have written plenty of things about uh, how they are the ones who are... Many great police officers. My goodness, they're the mentors in basketball leagues and dragon boat races. But one yep. of the things I constantly hear about is sort of the, the the dissonance that people don't understand when officers are caught doing something that seems to be bad, and there's not a punishment. And in my mm. column this past Sunday, what I was writing about was the of what happens when these officers are sometimes fired. And because this was all prompted, we had a headline in the paper a couple of weeks ago. The headline read, "Quote: OPD officer involved in fiery crash, previously fired." On cover-up allegations. And a lot of people say, I don't understand. If he was fired, why is he still there? Well, it's because uh, unions, public unions, and Stephen's absolutely right when he says that uh, public safety unions are treated differently than virtually every other union. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of them have these uh, arbitration uh, programs as part of their collective bargaining agreements. And the Washington Post recently did a piece uh, focused specifically on Florida, where they found that in Florida, more than most anywhere else, Officers who have been either accused or convicted of some really bad things have been fired where their chief said, you know what, I don't want you here anymore. But through arbitration, they get their jobs back. And these are just a couple of examples. There is a Miami cop who is suspected of being connected to a robbery and murder Mm. at a cell phone store who refused to answer questions. The Mm -hmm. chief said, well, if you're not even going to answer questions, you're out. He got uh, ordered to have his job back. There's an officer in plantation who sent a 26-second masturbation video to a oh. woman whose case he was investigating. Chief said, you're gone. Arbitration said, you got to come back. A Miami Beach officer who tested positive for cocaine, but argued that the results were part of a, quote, home remedy for erectile dysfunction. Oh, come on. Seriously? Once again, chief said, you're out of here. Arbitration said, you got to <laughs> come back. And another Miami officer, this guy, uh, it kind of makes me chuckle, he was uh, reprimanded 12 times for alleged misconduct, uh, including one time he pressured a pawn shop employee for a deal on a computer and also just didn't come up to work, show up for work sometimes. You are almost making it sounds like you're making a, a case to banish unions almost and it, because I mean, in each of these, what you're talking about is the you know, the officer was reinstated because of either a collective bargaining agreement or because of an arbitration Forced relating the, to a, a collective yeah. bargaining agreement. And, and and that and what I found, and I talked to uh, an officer who represented the unions and the officers, and they said one of the things he found frustrating, and the reason he doesn't do it anymore, is in some of these extreme cases, even the officers on the force, they knew it tarnished the badge. They they didn't. Th- mm-hmm. th- this isn't the guy you want on the front page representing right. the force, but it's the thin blue line. It's the you mean uh, they knew they the action or the actor or both. Both. Like they, they, they knew this is a cop that is that we don't want representing they us. Did, they. I think it's f- fair to say that if you're connected to a, uh, a murder and you're not willing to answer questions about it, uh, yeah, they didn't want him on that's the force. Tr- that's probably a troubling scenario. Yeah, yeah, when you're, you're when supposed you're, to be asking the questions, not answering them. Ex- exactly. And, and, and in this case, in our, the OPD case, just to be real, real brief about it, that, that there didn't seem to be much dispute. These couple of officers uh, followed a chase outside of the city limits. They didn't report it into um, uh, back to the county, I mean, back to the city. But the problem that was really bad is then they, they went and covered up their actions. They faked a police report. They moved, cha- wow. moved, moved location back into the city to hide the fact that they went out there. And the chief just said this is a no-brainer uh but arbitration through arbitration the officer won his job back 
Interesting. You know, you you asked why why you will see civil cases and not criminal cases. Yeah. Uh, even with civil cases, there. Just because there's a civil case filed, there are many instances where it looks like what should be a slam dunk case is not successful. And, and you know, we've seen cases where videos come forward where there's compelling evidence. But again, you, you've got that credibility that is, that is given to police officers where juries will take their word over, you know, the word of somebody else. And, and where a lot of times, you know, they can successfully explain the, their actions away or justify them. When you talk about a criminal case, it's even more difficult, though, to to prosecute bad actors. And part of it is that you're talking about a standard of proof. So in a in a civil case, you've got a standard. It's preponderance of the of the evidence, and that's basically you know 51 percent. Right. You know the evidence is is greater than not, and that's the standard of evidence. When you talk about a a criminal case, you're talking about beyond reasonable doubt. That's if the case gets brought at all, because one of the other factors that's at play is. One, you know, the investigation is, is part of the challenge in, in taking down bad actors because there there is not any independent authority that a lot of times investigates these incidents. You're talking about what is a fraternity. You know, and I've got a lot of friends that are police officers. I've got, a, you know, clients that are police officers. And it's, you know, and, and they have to cover each other because they, they are going into life-threatening situations. And there, there are bonds that you build there that just are unbreakable. You don't, you don't want a guy who you're second guessing uh, in the trenches with you in a shootout. There, there's no doubt about and that. And you're not gonna, and you're not as likely to second guess the guy that's in the trenches with you. Aside from that, you know, remember, DAs, state attorneys, and the police have a very, very close relationship. One, state attorneys depend on cops to testify. They need their testimony to get their cases, um, and get their prosecutions and convictions. And two. You're talking about a political reality. You know, they're both two sides of law enforcement. So, you know, a state attorney, one, bringing a case, you know, potentially brings a lot of heat politically, a lot of heat, you know, with with their brethren. And two, they want to get a conviction and they, they can't bring these cases without getting a conviction. And again, we talked about in the beginning. You know, you're talking about juries that are sympathetic to police. So it's a lot more difficult to get that prosecution um to have them get that conviction in the first place. I pre- I think that, that that's some good points. I think we're, there is some change in the uh, public sentiment. There are people getting a little bit more skeptical. I personally think that uh, all, uh, office departments do themselves a favor. When you see a case like a neck breaking of an 80-year-old veteran, you need to say, you know what, this is not acceptable to us. Uh, and, and I think – but but – I think you're going to bit more credibility in the future when you go ahead and call those things out. And I got to tell you, I hear from officers just say, we don't like to defend that. We don't like to say this is standard operating procedure. But I appreciate you helping also explain the difference, when to get right to the heart of it, the difference between criminal beyond a reasonable doubt and preponderance. Well, and we want the, we want the police, the police want to have a good relationship in the community. They want to maintain that, that relationship with the community. And, and, you know, you talked about the changes in the air. There is change in the air. And I think, you know, law enforcement as a whole felt, felt the push you know it, it, it's been, it's been a difficult time to be a cop recently and uh, you know with with the ferguson with protests nationwide i mean i was in atlanta they shut down the interstate with protests i mean there are protesters all over the place so you know i think the police want that change too cops want that change body cameras are making a change you are absolutely right I, about that and and that is there is a bit of good news right there that uh orlando police department after Oh, I don't know, five tooth year, year, years yeah, we've yeah. talked about this. So i got to say, Mina came around by the end, but uh, Jim and I talked a lot about this is something. I'll, I'll, I'll take a little bit of credit, credit. here that, that yeah. back a, a long time ago, you should. They, were, they were in other parts of the country. Everybody was op- 
putting they were on body it. cameras yep. on their officers. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. That's what good cops want on themselves. That's right. They, they protect themselves from bad accusations. They help give evidence. When that state trooper up in Brevard County was shot dead, they know who the bad guy was mm-hmm. within 30 seconds because there's video of that. I, but- I covered a case. I did a commentary on the news for a case where it, it, it looked really bad for the cop. We had, the body, we had cell phone footage. Right. Mm -hmm. And it looked really, really bad for that cop. And I I remember talking about it once I saw that. And the body camera saved him. The body camera footage came in and it protected the officer. And that is a big deal. And that's what can happen a lot of times is, you know, sometimes cell phone footage or, you know, and bystander bystander testimony or bystander cell phone footage can look really bad. And sometimes that body camera can explain it away and and offer the cops more protection. And every every chief I have talked to has implemented them, has said that he has grown to like them and that his officers have grown to like them. And and I think one of the... That was be- an OPD case? Yes. I, I was... Uh, one of the things that I... Uh, lines I've always liked is Mike Chitwood up in Volusia, who's a, who's a no-nonsense. He was Daytona he's Beach. He's a sheriff. Definitely. Yeah, 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 and now, yeah, he's, the sh- now he's the sheriff. And he said he thought that uh, when he got... When he, he was one of the first ones to equip everyone on his D- D- Daytona force with uh, cameras. He thought his most aggressive officers would hate it because mm-hmm. it was going to get everything and get him on every little nickel and dime thing. And he, what he came to say was, I was wrong. It wasn't the aggressive cops. It wasn't the strong cops who disliked it. It was the bums. So that was his word. It's the bums who don't like the cameras. So when you have a city like, I don't want to pick out Winter anybody's Park. name. Winter yeah, Park. Winter Park. Uh, that decides <laughs> uh, they don't want right. cameras. You know whose team you're on? The bums. That, yeah. The, the crooks, the ones no making bums. bogus oh, <laughs> accusations. I think, I, think it's good. I think it's good for the cops. I think it protects sure. them. I think in yes. that situation, if they've got to pull that gun, um, it, it helps them. And, and it's, it's, it's this thing called objectively reasonable behavior. That's the standard for measuring whether police force is justified. That's the Supreme Court set this thing up back in the eighties. You know, they had a, a kid that ba- it was an eighteen-year-old. Actually, no, it was a fifteen-year-old. It was a kid that was unarmed, got shot dead, and that's kind of where the standards for this have developed since then. And and sometimes that's a difficult thing to pin down objectively reasonable. And cameras, cameras for the good guys can help a lot of times. And you were right, but. I- when you talk about the cameras providing evidence that a cell phone camera might not, uh, something that, that in hindsight is very obviously a toy gun, maybe. When, when you look at it from the cop's perspective, uh, a body camera is going to show exactly uh, why, why they took a shot. But what on the flip side, we've had cases where officers, and right here in Orlando, didn't know that there was any video evidence before where they said, well, you know what, this, this woman, there was one downtown, the teeth breaking case, if you may mm-hmm. remember, yeah, they oh, slammed yeah, her to yeah, the yeah, ground. Yeah. where, where yes. the officer said this woman attacked me and charged her with a crime. It wasn't until one of those eyes in the skies camera mm-hmm. showed that she hadn't touched him at all. And in fact, he'd thrown her face first into the pavement yep. and broke her teeth out. Um, so, mm-hmm. so those things, one of the cases I hear is that once everybody's wearing cop uh, uh, cameras, that type of behavior doesn't happen. Well, people or, or self-monitor, and and yes. you know, there's an argument that you know everybody should act as if they're that as if they're being watched at all times. Anyway, if you're in law enforcement, if you're if you're a public official and you're and you've got that role, that you should always act like you're in that role as and, long as and, you're. And, and doing I get that, that job. it's easier said than done. I mean, yeah. good God Almighty, if you had a camera on me, 
all the time. I, I cannot imagine. The, no, I'm not I, saying when I go to the bathroom. Mo. Ew, I'm just saying. I didn't say that either. I think Why that's the bigger issue. Is, you know, that was the issue with dash cams. You know, for for there was this push towards dash cams. Many agencies started using them, and you, you saw them start pulling it back because the issue wasn't that they were you know beating up suspects or you know violating civil rights. The issue was there were embarrassing things like you know catching guys pick you know picking their nose or talking about. Uh, you know, stuff that was personal stuff that 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 they didn't want out there, and that's 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 what is difficult to balance is you know, all of the in betweens, right. the, the, you know, the the things that make us human that that aren't somebody acting inappropriately or breaking the law. They're just you know saying having conversation that might not portray them in the best light, or or just video that uh, like a Randy Travis naked uh, DUI video where. Uh, Five years ago, it would have been just a sentence that says Randy Travis was arrested for a deep, oh, what naked. was he, what was oh, he drunk, walking while intoxicated? It ends up, but there's video of naked Randy Travis. Or yeah. Oh, Randy. And uh, then Public Information Act, you you know. That's right. That's an absolute. And people like the Orlando Sentinel will come say, we oh, demand to see the video. Everybody the newspaper. Seriously, everyone. Really? So yeah. when you do those on an open investigation, do. they don't turn those over a uh, lot of times, do they? They have changed the law in the past year and we're going to have to see how all of this uh, plays out on what is acceptable uh what has to be released uh but i gotta tell you when right uh yes what's got to be reviewed and but like they're 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 passing new laws every session right now just on this on body camera footage well i I mean the, the thing is there are cameras everywhere and it makes sense if you're going to have cameras on you at all times i mean there are there are social movements to pull out a camera when you see a cop right and if and as long if you want the truth, if you want to protect yourself and you're a cop, why wouldn't you want your own camera, Absolutely. your own evidence when everyone around you is going to have that camera in an age when when it's when everybody has complicated video tools for editing at their disposal? Why wouldn't you want to have unadulterated evidence from your from perspective? Your perspective. To do, do anything else is just a denial of the reality that that the we live age in. We're living That's in. a great point. The uh, Steve, what about uh, dash cams for the individual? Have you had any cases I, where you I, dealt I, with? I has, has that helped people like avoid problems because they had their own record of what's happening in front of their car? Well, where it's been beneficial is you know I've I've seen it in, in cases that we're handling where, where somebody's been a in a car accident and you know we're suing for for their injuries they suffered and we've got we've got that camera footage right there right you know which is which is nice because a lot of times the question is you know whose fault is it who's who's liable for the accident so having that is i mean that's that's better than anything else out there because i video, think I'm, i want graphical proof i want one me too i kind of do now too i was in the car with someone i was driving with someone and they had a, a and it, you set it to record it like records every five or 15 minutes and it just re-records yeah. over itself but yeah. if something happens you get to save it they you gotta stop it. They though. also make yeah. for a scary, scary of video montages on Facebook. Have you oh, ever seen those? God, no. Where it's like bad drivers in action. <laughs> I I sat yes. there for ten minutes and watched like because they're usually you know an accident takes seconds to happen, so it's just like yeah. you know clip after clip of car accidents. What was useful though is watching. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Or that, or that, or that. I feel that. like you should have other things to do other than watch those in long loops. I mean, that's these. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I work uh, within that realm. Uh, yeah, I don't feel like that's I why be... you're watching them. No, no, I was actually. Uh-huh. Because I was fascinated about how accidents unfold and they happen so quickly. And when you see it happen and you see the mistakes people make, it's kind of enlightening.
We're going to have to go to break, but I want to leave you with one last thing. I sat down with the Windermere police chief, and one of the reasons he said his cops have come to love these things is because there will be like parents who walk in and say, my son said you abused him. Uh, and uh, and they've got what would could maybe nope. even be a story. And the chief says, well, you know what, ma'am? Uh, why don't you just watch this? And a woman who walks in there screaming at the cops ends up walking out, beating her own son on the head, saying, yeah. you were the little punk in this case. Yeah. And the chief says, my officers are vindicated. It's, it's the truth to the best that we can get it. So, Stephen, thank you for shedding some light on the civil and criminal Absolutely. procedures. Anything exciting else going on in your life? You know, getting ready for the holidays, getting a little crazy. All right, crazy holidays. <laughs> what does that crazy. mean? <laughs> oh, man, I had some crazy organic eggnog the other day. Oh, right. Is that what right. uh, yeah, nutmeg lit. and cinnamon? Mo, both, oh. both on top. Mo, put that on the list for next Monday. We're, we're starting we'll with find that. out more about organic that. Organic eggnog. Thank you for joining it. us, Stephen. We'll be right virgin back. Virgin organic eggnog. Yeah, virgin. I got that too. Virgin. Okay. <laughs> Stephen's a virgin. Virgin oh, organic. Is, we're getting. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely next Monday. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. 104.1, The Phillips File. <laughs> But it's first, t- yeah, there we're going to hear Oof. from my favorite newscaster, and I'm including myself, hey. Big Daddy. Thank you, Scotty Scott Maxwell. A couple taught their toddler how to make the sign for help in sign language and had him do it in his photo with Santa Claus. This is funny and all until the authorities come down on Santa because they think he's harming the child and then Christmas is canceled. The nerve. Next, the Wall Street Journal has vowed to stop making fun of millennials. Ah, what? Little babies are upset that Wall Street Journal said they buy avocado toast instead of houses. Sad. Finally, fired tech workers are turning to chatbots for counseling. Finally, Big Daddy can realize his lifelong dream of being a therapist. Goodbye news reading, hello billable hours. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission. That's right. In the market for a new home, maybe you want to refinance the one you have. You have to get the money from somewhere, and there's a better place to go than the banks. It's wearenotthebanks.com. They're not the banks. Brad Siebert and his team, they work for you. They do a great job, and they can work with just about anybody. If you've had credit problems, Brad and his team can get you a loan. You just put a little more down. Let's say you have good credit. You know you've been doing everything you're supposed to do. WeAreNotTheBanks.com can get you a loan with great rates. If you're self-employed, they have a special loan program just for you. You want to finance a mobile home? They can help. Are you military? They handle VA loans as well. Their service is second to none. They are a direct lender, and they are mortgages made easy, and they are at your fingertips online at WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 
Welcome back to the Phillips File on a Monday. I am Scott Maxwell of the Orlando Sentinel, who is filling in for Jim Phillips today and tomorrow as Jim gets his Yuletide on a little early. Mo, do you know who that one was singing the Christmas? Not a clue. Mo, I can't believe you don't know who that was. I didn't. I can't nope. believe you, Mo. Gosh, sorry, I mean, sorry, I would me. tell you, but give I don't want to give it away. Oh, you don't know Jack, either. who was who that? Who is it? This? Yeah. Oh, the guy from The Strokes? I don't know what that means. Yeah, Julian Casablancas? Never heard of that Which either. Which it was Christmas today. But it's also the song that they used to do on Saturday Night Live with Chris Kattan, Tracy Morgan, Horatio Sands, I believe. Points. Yeah, and, and Jimmy Fallon. And they just play the keyboard and just sing, Wish It Was Christmas Today, and they make it snow. And every year on the Christmas oh, yeah. episode. Remember that? No. And it was so bad, no. but it was good. Oh, it's really funny. And maybe it was half that. All right, Jack, speaking <laughs> of... <laughs> see what he said? See what he did there? That was pretty I'm good. I'm giving you half partial credit. That's what I'm trying to do. Jack, we got sidetracked a while back when you were telling us about what sounded like in my mind, one of the lamest ways Best you could weekend spend a weekend. Ever. Yeah, uh, and it, we we took different. You spent the weekend in the Seminole County Administration <laughs> the Center. Jail. What was it? No, not the jail. <laughs> well, for, okay. in that in that bit of an exaggeration. Complex. The government complex. Okay, um, yeah. I didn't spend the weekend. I spent two hours of my weekend. <laughs> but it felt like a, it's like I spent a weekend there last. Monday. I voluntarily did this, and I, I, I discovered this program through that Nextdoor uh-huh. app. I don't know if you're familiar with Nextdoor. Next mm. You know, you probably could have found it from the newspaper, you nimrod. I know. And the Seminole Extra section <laughs> yeah. is really something oh, I should not ignore. Mm-hmm. It's something I have gotten good information of out of the past. All right. Anyway. It's what I do. I throw that and the sports page right in the trash oh, bin. Oh, shame In the on recycling you. Shame bin. on you. There you is great Bianchi, things. George Diaz, you're throwing them right in the trash. cute, though, that George Diaz. Just uh-huh. saying. I think Bianchi's cute, so there. Huh. All right. Everybody thinks so, I'm cute. Everybody's Aww. got their own taste. All right. So you, know. you go to the agriculture extension. What's the name of the class, Jack? It was... Fertilizers are us. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Um, Knee deep in now. Yeah, poo, I, now now I'm blanking out. It's, it's uh, <laughs> I wrote it down. Wait, it was a fertilizer wait, it's like, seminar. It's pooing you. No, no. Oh, it's um, it's um. It's a, it was about home. It was about lawn fertilizer. Seminole County. Matter of fact, they they're changing the law. They passed an ordinance. There are certain restrictions with fertilizer that you can use in your home because people think, oh, what I put on my lawn is just my property. It doesn't affect anything else. But it all becomes part of the the water system and the waterways here in Seminole That's County. True. It goes into the ground, and we're putting too much phosphorus and nitrogen in the you know in the water system. Uh-huh. So it was guidelines on what's allowed to be used, and really for maximum benefit, what you should be using on your lawn, okay. how often you yeah, should fertilize. Yeah, I was going to say because let's be honest, you're not there to learn how to save the planet. You are there to keep your laundry. No, both. I like, okay. I, no, 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 no. And I'm guessing as cheaply as possible. I will not, you know, I, okay, yes. I, here's the deal. Well, there's that. It's about that. Now we're backtracking all the way around. No, I'm not backtracking. I will admit, I like to save money. What? Here's the breaking news. I will admit, I would like to have a green lawn. However, I am very environmentally conscious and aware. And I've gone to great lengths to reduce the negative impact that me and my family have on this planet. Well, that is very commendable. And I mean that okay. seriously because, as you probably know, and I'm sure they told you at the, I believe it was the agriculture extension classes, what you were at. Thank you. Thank oh, there you. Uh, is that uh, pol- nu- pollution from nutrients and lawns does really more damage than any gloppity gloop you might think of from a 
Right. Pollute from a factory. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what's causing the algae and the blooms and everything. Algae blooms, big problem because of that. And, and then it's costly to try and reverse that. Then you got fish kills. However, the I felt bad. There were 16 people in our class. And, you know, about 10 minutes into it, the, the, the nice, fine young lady giving the, the mm-hmm. lecture on the slideshow. Yes. And she goes, I'm just going to get a chair and sit down because I'm feeling a little dizzy. Woozy. Yeah, she was feeling woozy. What? Yeah, and then oh, yeah, no. and she goes through, and then about halfway through, let's take a 10-minute break, because I don't feel well. Is she <laughs> pregnant? Why don't you let that lady go home? <laughs> well, she was the only one there from the county. The, I mean, the it other was the one. Teacher. The rest, so it's her, it, was, it's you, and the bus from the assisted living facility. No, there are 15 facility. people sitting. People. Yeah, I know, the okay. one from the assisted living. Anyway, oh. hot shot. <laughs> she muddles her way through. After the, uh, the break, she said, okay, I just... I feel fine. I was just you know, feeling a little under the weather today. But she did a great job. And afterwards, you know, she didn't even cut the class short. I thought, okay, she's going to just speed through this. I get want to the my end, money's worth done. in this free class. <laughs> exactly. But no, <laughs> she did the full class. And then she had us time. We walked. We did a little race. Because Great. You raced all the old people in the agriculture <laughs> extension <Absolutely>. class. <laughs> because. What does that mean? This, this was a shock to me. It was at the very end. She lines us all up and she says, okay, I'm going to walk down here and I want you all to walk to me and I'm going to time you. Well, I don't understand what's happening. Are you sure you weren't in a physical therapy class? We didn't understand what it was happening. It sounds like people that had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stroke, stroke recovery Let class. Let me see but if you can you walk straight wrong, That's why they were all old, Jack. She goes on to explain that. Your the speed you walk pushing your spreader will determine how much fertilizer oh you put God. on your lawn. Every word in that sentence sounded dirty. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> okay, okay, Max, but you're a pig. Anyway, you're supposed to walk at three miles an hour. I did it perfectly. I got a free bag of fertilizer. Thank you, Seminole County, yeah. and the lovely lady who stuck it through. You don't even know her name. Even she though she was... class. I haven't written a note. I have to write my notes at home. Just basically, I'm Beatrice. trying to convert it to what I need to All do. Right. And is your yard going to be... I know you're more sensitive, but yeah. it's going to look good? I'm trying to. I don't want to look like crap. Thank you, Seminole County. Thank you, Seminole All right, County. before we Thank get out of here, we got to do some PPT. Isn't that right, Jack? That's a it's lovely person, place, or thing. Yeah. We have five people on the line. The first one will get to choose the topic, either person, place, or thing, and then we will begin with the clues. All right, we'll do it right in the order we have them. We have Pat. You ready with us, Pat? I'm here. All right, let's you get to... Ch- let's go place. Oh, you you know what to do here. Yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to Brad, once again, for our co-producer of gaming, all gaming. Yeah. All right, this is the tough one, but I, I, got, I got faith in you, Pat. All right, clue number one. This place is described as a, quote, cosmopolitan melting pot, home to many Italian, Arab, and Japanese expats. Cosmopolitan melting pot, home to Italian, Arab, and Japanese expats. What do you think? Um, South Africa. South Africa. That is a very good guess, but mm, not the no. right one. <laughs> Thank you, though, Pat. <laughs> what are you ha ha haing about? I mean, uh, we have a prize today, by the way. Oh, all right. Before Lee comes on, although I've already pulled him up, Pinkman, why don't you tell us what the prize is? Lee, it's a pair of tickets to the Auto Nation Cure Bowl at Camping World Stadium on December 16th. If you want more info on that, realradio.fm keyword cure. That rocks. You ready, Lee? Sure. All right. Clue number two, its economy emerged from gold mining to sugar to manufacturing to finance. What? 
Again? Yeah, that's how it's written. The economy emerged from gold mining to sugar to manufacturing, now to finance. It's a cosmopolitan melting pot. Where do you think it San is? San Francisco. San Francisco. Another very good guess and very wrong. All Moving right. on. Thank you. All right. We're going to go to Mark. Clue number three. At, at the most, excuse me, as the most populous city in the Southern Hemisphere, it exerts strong international influences in commerce, arts, and entertainment. What do you think, Mark? Sounds like uh, yeah. Lima, Peru. Ooh, Ooh you are good getting guess. closer, but no. Uh, thank you. On. Tony. Can you tell me? Oh. Is it South no, America? No, not enough time. We're, we're running right. short on time. All right, this is the best clue, Tony. Get ready. Okay. This All is right. the wealthiest city in Brazil uh-huh. and has Ooh. the same name as its state and honors an apostle. An apostle. Ooh. An apostle. Oh, I know. Apostle. Brazil. Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Ooh, that is Congratulations to Tony. That's a good one. That would be the Apostle. Apostle Paul. All right, thank you. We are running short on time. So I want to let you know that tomorrow we will be back. I will be back after the news junkie. They follow the monsters. Between now and then, read your local newspaper. And if you're in Alabama, vote for the U.S. Senate. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a nice evening, 104.1, The Phillips File.